You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm of Unqualified Opinion and I'm Wavering Bias. Back for another week in the year of our Lord, uh, St. Peter Volandis. Mm. What is the date today? Is it is it the 12th of, of July, 2021? New South Wales, Sydney, lockdown galore. Um, the Saints been called on once more. That's what I... The, the Saint has been called on once more, and there's been so many lippy arseholes who have been anti-Volandis, and then when the shit hits the fan and he has to fucking basically just go, oh, well, good, I'm not sleeping for the next six months because I'm just going to try and make sure this game stays alive. Everyone's like, oh, thank God. Don't let the game fucking... Don't let the game stop while we're all in lockdown. It's like, oh, now you remember what this dude did last year. Yeah. Now you remember why it is that he's the king of kings. That's right. He's the king of kings. He's here to save us once more. Um, And he's also a gentle, caring leader. I don't think we've touched on this, Tom, but... The head high stuff early on was probably a little over the top. Yeah. And it's been softened. It's been softened. It's been brought back to a nice, gentle place. It's called discretion. Yes. You start off, you maybe you've got to go a little bit over the top, and That's then right. you let it correct. That's right. Now, a bit of housekeeping. We don't really do this, but you can follow us along on fucking Instagram, Facebook, the Punters and Dribblers group, about even on YouTube as well. Uh, and this, obviously, this full episode's on YouTube, minus the dribbles, because dribbles are too hard to edit. Um, you may have noticed over the last week we've been doing some... Uh, we've been uh, publishing articles mm. on hellosport.com.au. If you fancy yourself as a writer or you just feel like sharing some unqualified opinion and some unwavering bias, as many of you do, you do it on Facebook anyway, you dribblers. You may as well... Turn it into content for us for free. Uh, so, Dior at hellosport.com.au. That is Dave. He is now our official editor. He's also now an official employee. Congratulations, Dave. Thank you. He's gone from intern to, to minimum wage employee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that is how you would do that. That's right. Pretty simple. Pretty Get involved. Simple. If you fancy yourself as a bit of a word smith. There's been some good ones already, dude. There's been some good ones. Mm. I've liked a few that have come through. Oh, yeah, they're good. No, uh, the punter and the dribbler, they're, 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 they're more clued on than you might think. There's mm. enough of them to go like, I'm sure there's only a small percentage of you that are mm. good, but because we're so massive, it mm. only needs to be a small percentage. Mm. But even if, you know, your English skills aren't the best, send through what you got. I can polish it up, yeah. turn it into something that people can read. Exactly. Dave polishes things up nicely. Mm. That's right. Polishes turds. That's yes. right. Now, how the hell are you, Edward? I'm okay, Tom. Obviously, ball's deep in lockdown. I'll tell you how yeah. I know it's lockdown, what my barometer for lockdown is. Have I made cornflake biscuits or not? And I've made two batches. Two batches of corns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're balls deep in it, mate. Back in lockdown. You still haven't made any video of you making cornflake cookies yet? I should. Well, I, I'm balls deep in in, uh, in lockdown. So the next batch I make, I'll, I'll do for the punter. And the I think dribble. you have to. Just get Ella, who yeah. you've taken many a photo for. She yes. has to basically be your cameraman. Yeah. They don't take too long um, to make. Dude, do one of... Here's the one I prepared earlier. So I already have some made in the oven. But then you just have to go through the whole process of how to do it. No, I'll just do it and then cut it and then... Whatever. Do you know what I mean? I don't care as long as you do it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But I can do that for the punter and the dribbler because they're fucking unbelievable. They're tasting good? Oh, my God. They're tasting really good. Uh, I've made two batches now. The first batch was better. The second batch, not as good. I know why. Ran out of butter. So I was a little light on the butter. Like, there, was a, there wasn't enough butter in there. 
You knew that going in, though. Instead of, there was a, instead of a cup, there was three quarters of a cup. So even just a quarter of a cup... Can make a little bit of a difference, yeah. Mm. They're still great, but they weren't as good. You've got it down to an exact science. Of course. The cornflake cookie. Of course. And that will be my gift to the punter and the dribbler. I wonder whether, now that you're back in lockdown with, obviously, Ella and the Dumbrell family, whether you start to towel up the old man in Finska. Well, it's funny. There hasn't been any games yet. Yeah. And I, I think to myself, why is that? Is he running scared? Potentially. Potentially. I'm not ruling that out. Such was my dominance last year, for mm. those that aren't aware. In lockdown 1.0, a uh, lot of Finska being played, a lot of bulls or bowls or whatever. Basically where you get um, a ball, metal balls. the metal balls and you throw them at each other. I don't know what the exact name is. Dior. I think balls is right. But I went on one of the great runs all time. Um, I, th- you know, I think when it was all said and done, it was like forty and zero. Oh but, wow! You know, that's bloody Craig Foster numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, put me into the chopperoos immediately because that was the that was the dominance I was putting up. Nothing. Haven't done anything like that yet, Tom. So you know, if it does kick off, the punter and the dribbler will be first to know. Yep. I'm excited to see it. Now, Eddie, this actually is a couple of weeks old a little bit, but did you realise we were on the 7.30 report? We were on the 7.30 report. It's brought to our attention, obviously, a bastion of journalistic freedom, ABC, 7.30 report. If you want some... It's not, not the 7pm project or whatever. Is that called the... Or is it just called the project? There's the project. That's the Channel 10 yeah, one. Yeah, Channel 10. Not the project. No, it's 7.30. 7.30. On ABC. 7.30 report. Is that what I it's think called? It, yeah. <laughs> Which used to be my, like, that used to be the mark for me to go to bed when I was young. Really? <laughs> Not Prime Possum? Well, we were, um, we were an ABC family because Dad used to want to watch the weather which was at about 7.25 right. on ABC. They didn't have Prime Possum in there. Well, obviously, it was Prime. Well, Prime Possum was doing the rounds, but, but he was on Prime. Dad needed to know what the fucking weather was doing. And this was pre-internet? He couldn't just look that shit up? I guess it was easier just to wait Of course for the it was weather. pre-internet. I don't know. Fuck the internet. In the sure. 90s? Dude, no, the internet came around in the 90s, didn't it? Not in Dubbo. <laughs> <laughs> Not in our household, no, bro. No way. Fam. The internet maybe no came to way. our I don't think we, got, we didn't get the internet until like 2000 saying. Yeah, maybe ours was <laughs> For sure. just 2000. Maybe year maybe six we got it. it was 2002, I reckon. Okay. Uh, anyway, we were on the 7.30 report because uh, when we went to Bathurst last year, we did a little... Um, Interview with the mayor of Bathurst, Bobby Burke. Yes. Now to say that he was a fucking freak show would be an understatement, and we we were a little bit uh, reticent to talk too much about it at the time because, well, it was a, it was a branded thing, and we were like, let's not go and shit all. He was a nice enough guy. He had us to his house. Hey, look, he Bobby was his- Bobby was very hospitable. Yeah. I mean, he made us his famous bacon, his sausages wrapped in bacon. And which peanut was, butter. And peanut butter, which was interesting. I, not something that I've replicated at home. because it, I, well, it just wasn't something where it was like, you know what, I need that again. I didn't need it again. I'm, I'm more of a chutney, a relish, a tomato sauce, a mustard guy with my sausages. That's just a personal preference. Yep. Peanut butter, nothing that I go out of my way for to put on. That's just me. No, that's but Bobby was a connoisseur of, of that sort of... Sandwich, yeah, or he, sausage. Um, he was he he uh, he greeted us coming flying out of his fucking man cave, playing a sniper rifle guitar. That's right. Um, a, a slight gentleman, a small dude. Yeah. His teeth, Sun Yang esque in their you know makeup, sort of 
Well, yeah, they looked like they were all fighting each other for positions. They were. They were fighting. They out. were boxing each other out. Well, if you're in the mayor's mouth, Tom, you're gonna, you want to you want to fight each other for top spot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Do you know what you I mean? You want to be seen. You want to be seen. Every single tooth in his mouth was trying to be seen. And there wasn't a full mouth of teeth, let's be honest. And we went around there for an interview. Yeah. Um, Bobby Burke put on a party. It was a, it was a who's who of Bathurst. And, and many many of his cronies were there. And look, I'll just I'll say this. Tom and I weren't surprised by the recent allegations, <laughs> given the rhetoric coming out of the mouth of the crony. Yeah, um, given, given, given the, the liberal sharing of potentially nefarious <laughs> behaviours by cronies that we had been acquaintances with for no longer than five minutes. Yeah, five minutes probably even pushing it. Yeah. I think it was inside of two to three, Tom. <laughs> um, look, Before basically we within 15 minutes, Tom and I had been kept very much up to speed on the cronies' nefarious behaviour in the rezoning. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But that was the sort of rhetoric flying around at Bobby Burke's barbecue. Um, still one of the great days, though. Still one of the great days. But, you know, small town corruption rife. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the reason he was on the 7.30 report, Dave, if you can just get it up to yeah. confirm, but uh, it was he sent like a fucking... So no, they tried to blackmail someone. Blackmail someone. So yeah, basically, a councillor on Bathurst Council was sent a letter saying, "If you don't resign, we're going to make public all these details about your mental health," which was something she was obviously struggling oh. with. Yeah, it's like bad shit. And then it 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 hasn't been said that your mate wrote the letter, but it says he played a central role in the you know production and delivery of the letter to her. What's also pretty crazy in this is that she gave the letter over to the police, got a bit worried that, oh, hang on, these police might answer to him, also gave the letter to a newspaper a few days later, went back uh, after a little while, a week or maybe a month or something, to the police, asked, hey, what's happened to this letter? Some guy goes, oh, sorry, we shredded it and there's no active investigation into it. Yeah. Love it. Small town, small town fucking corruption. How dude. good is that? So luckily she sent it somewhere else as well. Yeah, yeah, she gave it to a journalist and newspaper. But Bobby, I mean, because Bobby's a man of the people. He, he stood down from being mayor, but he's remained on council. He wants, to, he wants to let the people decide at the upcoming election in September. Oh, so he's just saying, send it to a vote. Yeah. Vote me out if you want. Yeah. But I'm, I not, leaving. Just, I'm not leaving. No. I'm not fucking leaving. No. Well, I'm leaving being mayor because it's a bit, you know... But so, but if he gets voted back in, oh, he just wants to get voted on the council. He's on the council, and then I think from there, yeah, he's on the council. Yeah, um, but he's not the mayor. I also heard uh, some fucking. Well, obviously, we can't actually even talk about the yarn. The other yarn I heard. Do you remember when we were down there? Someone, because obviously we went to Union Bathurst. Oh no, we can't bring. No, that obviously up. we can't talk about it. But there was just a <laughs> funny fucking yarn. Or you know what? I'll just tell Dave. The, the we bus just, yarn. Yeah, yeah. We'll just bleep the whole thing. Yeah. So, but uh, basically, someone said that they were on like a. Uh, what's it called, like a party bus sort of thing, mm. like take them from one venue or another, and Bobby Burke, like, fingered. <laughs> and if you have a look Jesus. at Bobby Burke... And this like, was while he was mayor as well? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it was relatively... Well, even if it wasn't, everyone knew about it, and he became yeah. mayor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, his... I don't know. Hopefully not on the bus. Hopefully not on the bus. We went out to the pub the next night, and... 
Apparently the mayor had been there, or we were supposed. We were meant to, to go out we with them all we that night. We were meant to go out with them. Get to the pub, and we got there. We're like, "Where's Bobby Birkin?" And the bartender was like, "Oh fuck, he had to get taken home. He was blind. It was like seven thirty. And then his cronies were there, and his cronies wanted to hang out. We were like, "We were kind of just here to hang out with the head on show boys. We're going to yeah, take yeah. off." <laughs> <laughs> we head for the hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, was funny that night. That was. Uh, so that's Bobby Burke. That's Bobby Burke. Um, <coughs> again, you know, best of luck. Mm-hmm. All the best. Leaving it to the people to vote. Yeah, leave it to the people. Um, How are you, Tom? Mate, I'm all right. I'm all right. Cut my own hair. That's about all I've got. Cool. Perfect. Well, should we talk some sport then? I mean, you're not even going to comment on it? No, I've already commented on it. I commented on yesterday. You know, but, but for the people, they want to hear what you think. Yeah, it's all right. Pretty good, considering you did it yourself. Your hair was getting a lot of traction recently. I know, which is actually... I didn't think it was negative traction, though. I thought it was pretty positive. It was like, what the fuck's going on up there? But that's traction. what my hair is. Yeah, that's, I know. When you see that, it's like... Like, imagine if you were to happen across, like, fucking Niagara Falls for the first time. You're like, holy shit, what's going on here? This is beautiful. <laughs> I like that one with the dude from Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. essentially what it is. It just gets humongous. Yeah. And I just could... I just... Bird's nest stuff. Yeah, I just never got around to cutting it. I usually cut it myself. Sometimes I go to my barber in Bondi, but... Which one do you go to? Just Bond the one... The corner? Yeah, near your old joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I bad, don't mind bad it. Bad lambs? Huh? Bad lambs? No, it's called like men's something. It's no, it's, it's called... It's like Bondi it's a barbershop. On Bondi Road. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what yeah. the fuck yeah, Bad Lambs is. Bad Lambs is the one like on Glen... Next to Lockstock. On yeah, Glen see, Bad Lambs sounds to me like... Oh, is that... That's a bit trendy. Yeah, it's going to be like some... trendy. Every guy there's got like a 12 moustache and they're like, hey, do you want me to fucking... No, I go to the like just you. They only shave your face with a razor. I used to go to that one. Relax, bro. I don't need a fucking razor on my face. No. I used to go to that one on the corner. It's good. Yeah, mate, it's good, simple, easy, bing, easy. bang, boom. In and out, in and out, in and um, out. I tell you what, when they do do your beard, because I'd never really had my beard done until I went there, they give you like hot towel fucking shit on your face. My God, that is, that's great. That's really good stuff. But no, just uh, not an ad for Manscaped, but just use the pube trimmers on the old dome. Very easy. I think the back of my hair is probably pretty fucked up. Couldn't see that. Uh, a bit rat's tailish, a bit sort of like haggard, but mm. this is the life we live. You know, this is the life we live in. Well, it's a great skill you've got, Tom. It's a great skill. It's a life skill. Well, I used to cut hair when I was at school. No, Charge 10 bucks a haircut. I think, I think we've talked about Mullets, that Mullets, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I'm an accomplished, accomplished hairdresser. How many heads do you reckon you've cut? <sighs> Shit. I'd say it's probably in the hundreds, but it's probably like the same heads a few times. So, like, once I get my... You reckon into the hundreds? Well, like, I've done a lot of hair. What do you look for when you're cutting hair? What's the... What's my trick? Yes. I'll tell you what the trick is. Never cut horizontally. Always cut vertically. So, for example, if you're watching this on YouTube, if I'm cutting the side of someone's hair, yes. rather than like having it out there and just cutting it across where you've got some line, yep. you cut it long ways so that it's all like it's it's uh, all the same length going up. You know what I mean? So like it doesn't look. If you're cutting it like that all the way along, you don't have any weird fucked up lines. Oh yes. Yes, that makes sense. So you're just cutting like so then it's all the same length falling down. Or if you're holding it long ways, you can sort of like stagger the length. How do you do it on top? Vibe. Pull it up. Vibe. Vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe one on the top. You just go, oh, that seems like the same length as the last piece I cut. We'll just yep. go with that. Vibe. Yeah. Okay. Um, I that's, think a, that's a trick for young players. Yeah. Cut vertically. Well, especially... And in, cut true. Cut true. You're in lockdown. You may as well fucking... Start working on yourself because I don't think hairdressing is an essential service. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Unless you're Nancy well Pelosi. Be. Ooh, US political comment. 
She like had hairdressers all shut down and then she was photographed getting her hair done. Right. Dave. I didn't even know that. Me, Antifa yeah. Dave, fucking not happy with me going after Nancy. I don't, bro, fuck Nancy. Yeah, you do, Antifa. You do. I don't care about Nancy. Antifa, you do. Fucking Shut Democrat. Up. Traitor to the left. Isn't Democrat left? No, Democrat is right, but it's more left than Republican. So what's left? What, what are you, a Tea Party or something? I don't know. There's no part. The two-party system in America is fucked. There's no left party. Well, there it's is. Like, yeah, but the Democrats... Are left. But they also didn't sign on universal health care, didn't forget didn't forgive any student debt, keep bombing countries where brown people live just as a policy. Yeah, that seems to still be a left policy, though. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's just because you think the Democrats are left. Well, yeah, but, like, every country's left party still bombs places, it seems. New Zealand don't. Yeah, but aren't they also, like, you know... I mean, who knows in New Zealand, right? Aren't they also, like, heaps tight with China? I just go off headlines here, so I'm just saying things. I wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that, Tom. I've heard that. I've heard Kiwis are fucking... I've heard they're stealing some of our export business. Yeah. I've not as that. tight as we are with China. No, we're not tight with China. I thought e- we were... Even though we signed off that 99-year port lease, China and Darwin. That was a while ago, though. You know, that was when friends... That was when things were good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, things were good. I think we probably regret that one now. I might take it back. <laughs> fucking should. 99-year lease seems like a big lease. Long lease. Do you have, like, inspections? Do we get, like, as fucking the, oh, yeah. the landlord? Do we go in and go, listen, we just need to check up on well, the lease? Well, yeah, can you just put your bong away for yeah, when I Yeah, could you fucking inspection? go and clean up your bongs and whatever else you've got over here? Or mm. bombs. Who knows what else they're doing in that port? Yeah, look, I think it'll be a little bit more than a bong that China would need to clean up in that port. But yeah. who knows? This is all alleged, obviously. Yeah. All alleged. But... If we're not doing inspections, we fucking should be. We should because be. we are the landlord and they're the tenant. And yeah. that relationship needs to be maintained. We, Gentle reminders need yeah. to be put in place. I'd be putting fucking inspections on them daily. Just we're as a charge. like a, oi, you're fucking us on the trade front. We're going to fuck you on the inspection front. Yeah, How about oh, that? sorry. The lease? Yeah, well, yeah, we just cancelled the lease. Sorry, dude. Cancelled it. What are you going to do about that? Oh, you're going to take us over. Okay. <laughs> you're going to invade us. Oh, Shit. sorry. You're invade? invade us? All right. No, we'll change that. We'll change hang, on, that. hang on. Hang on. Hang Lace on. Lease I cancelled. Lease I cancelled. Woo up. Woo up. What we're going to do is we're going to take back some of the land we sold. Oh, no. You're going to invade us for that as well? Okay. No, you can keep that. Keep that. You <laughs> know, I'll just pretend like we didn't say anything. Look, we'll just, we'll just keep our mouth shut. We'll just yeah. shut up. And you can continue not to allow. Uh, you don't have to take anything that we, we were selling yeah. before. The... the, the Oh, you don't want us recognizing Taiwan as well, sure. As long as you don't invade us. Taiwan not a country. Taiwan not a country. No, no, no. I'm cool. Taiwan is not a country. Uh, What did John Cena say? Can we just get direct translation (laughs) from John Cena? I will do my own John Cena to camera. That fucking cuck. Um, All right. Let's talk sport after our political segment there. (laughs) Talking Uh, politics with Tom and Eddie. Partners and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. The fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think two hundred and seven reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life changing. 
As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Uh, all right, Eddie. So COVID, uh, an, un, an untamed wild motherfucker has strolled back into town. Uh, on its horse, and now Origin has been moved for the third time in Game 3. It was meant to be at uh, Homebush. I think we all were like, thank fuck it's not there. Then moved out to Newcastle. Everyone in Newcastle was excited, was happy, was up and about. Yeah, we got an Origin, we're Newcastle, we're a city too. No, you're not. Uh, And then now it's been moved back to Queensland where we, I feel, are going to sweep these losers 3-0 in their own state. Look, if I'm writing a narrative, Tom, a bestseller, uh, something that's going to sit on top of the charts for 52 weeks, that's a year for the punter and the dribbler that you know aren't across their weeks in a year. <laughs> I'm putting the COVID horse back into, back into the setup so that we can take a third game up to Queensland so that the greatest rugby league side ever assembled by man can sweep the Queenslanders in their own state and right horrible wrongs from that 2020 year that no one talks about, no one cares about, shouldn't be in the record books. Do you think think that's sort of accurate? I think if we go and sweep Queensland in Queensland for a, you know, if we go play a third game, Gold Coast, sweep them, three straight games in Queensland, it'll never happen again. Ever. I think 
it immediately erases the eight in a row. 100% and it does. is the greatest individual feat in the history of State of Origin. Oh, okay. Did, did you just get swept in your own state? Oh, no. I tell you what it is. It's basically like if you sweep them in their own state, it's like making them sweep themselves. It's like, you know what? We're going to beat you and make you do the sweeping. You losers. You have to clean up after you yourself. you got to clean up after us. We're going to come in. We're going to rip you apart. We're going to yip and yahoo, and then we're going to fuck off, and, and you have to clean bounce. up. You've got to clean up. You Except clean we up. technically may not be bouncing because of COVID. We might hang around and just watch you. No, we, no well, that's the thing. We're going to hang around and watch you sweep. That's yeah. the best part. Yeah. Like, nothing like this is probably going to happen again, given the circumstances. Or if it does, it's going to be a long fucking time between drinks, right? Yeah, well, New South Wales will do it again, uh, maybe, but that's about it. But I'm say. saying three games being held in one state, highly unusual. Yes. May not happen again. The fact that we have, you know... Produce the greatest rugby league side of all time, to ca- which happens to marry up with having three games in the state. It's all highly unusual, punters and mm. dribblers. And I mm. think this is the perfect opportunity for us to assert ourselves, etch ourselves into the history books with a, br- a record that may well never be broken. That's what the writers of the Rugby League Save Roger Narrative have provided for us. Yes. It's one that I'm terribly excited about. Like, yeah, it was sort of cool that Newcastle were getting a game because, we like, go, the Novocastrians love their Rugby League. But the, the moment we weren't allowed to go, Tom, I was like, fuck it, move it. Yeah, move it. This sucks. This is this You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I can't get a limo up there, I'm not that interested. Not going. Sorry. Not happening. Get it up to Queensland. That's a better story now. Way better story. I will mates. say though, I think was it that was it that you weren't allowed crowds at Newcastle, or was it that some poon dogs made a petition who were like, "Don't come here." No, I think it was. In fact, from what I heard, it was something like they didn't want it to be a super spreader event. Yeah, pretty much. They just Which didn't want to take. Is the also fair stuff. as much as I'm making fun and of then, some. Well, and then I also think NRL were like, well, we could also get like the same crowd, if not more, in Queensland because mm. it won't have to be like. And three we don't quarters. have losers writing petitions, starting petitions about. Yeah, and the cent- like the Central Coast is in lockdown, and Newcastle a stone's throw from mm. Central Coast. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably a smart call given the circumstances, and it would be. Bad PR if that was like a super spreader <laughs> event. You know what would I mean? It. No, that would not Fuck be Fuck it. Get up to the Sunshine State and rip them apart in their yeah. own state. Like, oh, I love that. Yeah. And just and get all the teams up there. The one thing we don't want is for Rugby League to stop, right? It's when you're in lockdown. Like, I actually don't even remember how we did it last year with no sport on. It was boring as fuck mm. when there well, were Well, you and like, I... We, we dribbled and we yarned for the I people. know we did, but we provided that for the punter and the dribbler. I'm just trying to work out what the fuck I did to enjoy myself. Was it Tiger King? Was that basically mm, it? It was documentaries. It was board games. Yeah, it was all that shit. sort of yeah. shit. Yeah. Boring is batshit. It was still like a novelty, though, because it was like, oh, this is But weird. now we're, drip, we're dripping yeah. in sport. Yeah. Wimbledon, Euros, Copa America, if you're a big fucking dribbler. Like, no. rugby league's on, AFL's on, there's some cricket on. Like, rugby it's great. Union. Great time mm, of year. Yeah. Because COVID got us in fucking, like, February, March last time. Yeah. And then like all sports cancelled. Like, everything was cancelled. Yeah. Sport globally. Yeah. Horrible. That was horrible. NBA finals are on. Like, it's great stuff. Yeah. It's great stuff. So, um, we need not worry now. No. But some of the players of rugby league doing their best to fuck the showpiece event to fuck the game to try and get us cancelled obviously the Dragons players had the microwave dinner party at Paul Vaughan's place did 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 
that was the button to open the. Yeah, I couldn't recreate ah, that. I realized too hot, too hot. Oh, ah. oh, the min, the, the 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 dinner plate's too hot. Uh, chop, 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 chop. Now, <laughs> Paul, I feel bad for Paul. He's lost his fucking eight hundred thousand dollar a year contract. This whole fucking dinner party's cost him like eight hundred and fifty grand. One of the most expensive dinner parties of all time. <laughs> the most. And that's not including the meal. No, that's true. <laughs> that's before we even factor in what the meals cost. Yeah, and the meals are expensive. Meals are not cheap. Meals aren't cheap. Uh, I don't know if they vary in price or quality down the south coast, but I mean, not Well, they cheap. were getting through a mountain of work, yeah. so we can it wasn't cheap. cheap. So I actually feel fucking bad for Paul, and I don't think that the... I don't think that his $850,000 punishment cost of meal withstanding is uh, a f- it's not a fair punishment but it's not like he was actually punished that that's just the outcome of his dead shit behaviour do you know what I mean it's like mm. well he's all, I think it was his third strike at the Dragons mm. as well because he had some other shit but it's just like that is a biblical amount of money to lose for such a fuck for like for that sort of a fuck up mm. but when you think about the um, the potential, de- like the amount of people whose jobs he could have fucked and like livelihoods, he, they, they all could have fucked uh, for doing it. You're sort of like whatever. It and it was also it like the one of his earliest strikes was when he signed in at a cafe under a fake name. Yeah, Volporn, which is yeah. <laughs> Volporn. That's true. Yeah. True story. Yeah, yeah, Volporn, and everyone was like, same spelling, right. just just take the V and the P that's and right. switch it around. That's yeah. right. Spoonerism, I believe that is what is that called? called? Spoonerism. I think that so. is. That was a question in like the quiz last week. Or some shit. There you go. Nice. Okay. Me there. Mm. Um, Look, Paul. Paul. Very harsh punishment for Paul, but I get it. But so the rugby league made all the players with their sign like a stat deck or something, saying that the the stories that they have told are but, exactly as it was, and there was no one else there. And like Zach Lomax and one other guy, like we're not signing mm-hmm. that. So you're like, ooh, Daniel Alvaro. Daniel Alvaro. Yeah. They're the only two that didn't yeah, sign it. Apparently yeah. they consulted lawyers and lawyers kind of said, look, unless this is like 100% what you remember happening, don't sign it. You know what, though? Are they just playing chess, not checkers by being like, you know, like the story's not 100%. It's, it's you know, there's some grey in it. I'm not signing it. What are you going to do? You can't play. That's what they do. Oh, they're not playing. No, it's like you won't play unless you sign it. Is that what they've decided? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hectic. Yeah. And with all the clubs like about to go to Queensland and shit, it's like, sign it or you're not playing. And everyone else has signed it? Yeah, everyone else except them has signed it. Wow. So, like... Fucking sign it then, mate. Well, yeah, but there's obviously more to it though, right? Otherwise you would sign it. Keep your mouth shut. I know. I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. Just fucking just snitches keep your, stitches, bro. Snitches have always got stitches. That's yeah. like that's like the oldest adage maybe of all time. While we talk about snitches getting stitches, have you seen Piggy Riddell v. Journalists the last week? <laughs> yeah, he's opening them up. He is absolutely torching these motherfuckers. He got hoops. So basically, Piggy lives across the street from Paul Vaughan. Shout out to the dumbass dribbler in our DM or on our Instagram who doesn't realise how someone can live across the road from someone who lives in a waterfront property. It's doing my head in. (laughs) Um, So Piggy lives opposite Paul Vaughan who's on a waterfront property. So this dribbler doesn't understand how that's possible. He's maybe like, he's Piggy's lying. One. How can you have, live across the street from someone with a waterfront property? It's like, well, 
and someone VJ. Do we need to explain this? Some dude, people have been arguing with him in the fucking comment section, and I was like, "Am I taking fucking crazy pills? How this guy doesn't work?" And he's like, "Oh, you clearly never worked in construction." You're like, "That this this isn't a, a construction." Issue, someone dude. needs to draw him a fucking diagram. So someone goes. So, okay, someone goes, I, I, I'd ask him this. I'd ask him this. How does he get into his own driveway? Correct. So this is what someone says. <laughs> to drive a boat. They home. go. Yeah. They go. Yeah. Unless you live on an island. They go. All right. I think it was uh, VJ. Shout out to VJ, friend of the show. He was like, "Okay, imagine you're standing at your front door. You open your front door and you walk all the way through your house out to your back garden. And that back garden is on the water. You look at the ocean. You turn around. You walk right back through your house, out your front door, across the road, knock on the door of the guy living opposite you, and stick your head up his ass. You fucking idiot, because he lives across the street from you. And the guy does not get it, bro." Anyway, not the point. Maybe he does get it and he's a troll. He's taken waterfront. Maybe to now the he is, but I think he deleted his comment because he's an idiot. And I won't say his name. But so Piggy lives across the road from Paul Vaughan. Apparently he lives on the water in and anyway, Piggy saw some shit. Like he saw some shit going on uh, that night, but obviously he didn't say anything. But he came out afterwards and was like, This is what I saw. Didn't hear any noise. Like it wasn't like it was some crazy party on the street. And then I think Hooper and Buzz started giving him shit and saying like uh, you know, the the honchos at Channel 9, because he works at 2GB, 9 Media, all that same thing, like, are really disappointed in Piggy and all this sort of shit, and, like, they're having a crack at Piggy for not saying anything or trying to downplay the event. Maybe Piggy was fucking watching TV and went to bed. Well, the, but, just, but Piggy was never downplaying the event. He was just saying, this is what I saw and this is what happened. And I will say this, I know Piggy, he's a fucking, one of the great human beings, just a nice, straight-up-and-down guy, couldn't be nicer and more genuine. So he's not a fucking, you know. He's, he's not P- a, piggy by name, not by nature. No, he's not. A, he's a fucking great dude. And so then Hoops first is the first one to have a crack at him. Then Piggy puts up a tweet, basically tweeting an article of where Hoops got arrested for being fucking maggot in public and I think damaging property. Then Buzz Rothfield comes out a couple of days later with an article saying that, you know, like, he's in hot water at Channel 9 and, like, fucking, uh, he's... Something about, like, not telling on the players. Then Piggy shares another one. It's a photo of Buzz Rothfield with, like, a stripper on his lap and also something about Buzz getting money off Eddie Hayson. Yeah, 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 yeah. fucking... Yeah, nefarious activities. underworld fame. Uh, Yeah, he was depositing money into uh, Buzz's tab account. Yeah, right. So he's probably having a gifts. bunch. Yeah, gifts. Dude, I like that. Mm. Um, but I just want to get what I've got the sweet here. Have you got it? Yeah, yeah, so just read it. So he goes, sorry, pink cheeks. I'm not a snitch. I know you are, and that's why no one likes you in rugby league. You're such a great role model for your kids. They must really look up to you. And then it's the photo of him with the stripper and the and they, yeah, yeah. So like Piggy just going, and you know what? I like it for a couple of reasons because rugby league, obviously the greatest soap opera of all time. Yes. We know this. Yes. But Piggy is a, like, relative rugby league mainstream media personality, right? So, like, when these journos have cracks at people, most don't come back at them because it's usually players, right? It's usually players that are getting ripped. And so the players are like, is it really in my best interest to be fucking having a crack at these guys who, like, are the, you know, the writers of the, you know, mm. they have the back pages and shit. They can, they can get you pretty publicly. And Piggy's like, fuck that, and just smokes them. Smokes them. Like, smokes them. What are you going to do? Come back at me like it's you know these. Uh, I'll be interested to see. Do you them reckon they will? I reckon they will. Yeah, because they're all fucking 
they're very like uh, thin skinned. So thin skinned, it's hilarious. So they'll never let anything go. No, no, no. So they'll go at him. They'll start. What I reckon they'll start doing is because like Piggy works two GB, right? So you start going like, oh, nine and stuff. Uh, you know, upset at Piggy, and then they'll like Buzz is the kind of guy who will start saying like two GB's shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. going after it, yeah. but. That being said, Ray Hadley is 2GB and he's continuous call team and all that. They are on NRL 360 together. I also think Buzz scared of Ray Hadley <laughs> and I'd be like surprised if he was going too hard at continuous call team. That being said, though, who the fuck knows? Wait and see. I love it. All these old dudes just fucking... That's so... Good. Like all these just geriatric fucks, you know, going after each other. Did you see, speaking of Hadley, fucking... <laughs> Him going after all the dragons on NRL 360. I didn't watch it. I just saw it. Well, actually, you know what? I only saw a bit, I think, where they sent it to me in slow-mo because now it's, I watch NRL 360 <laughs> in slow-mo because it's so funny. But, uh, yeah, look, I mean, it wasn't... They promoted it like he was going to torch them. He didn't really. Except they're like police investigating it now. I'm like, let it go. The guy's just lost five. I think, I think we just move on, don't we? Dollars. I think we just move on. What we can't move on from, though, is our good friend... Jai Arrow. Yeah, that's right. Now, you this. might think to yourself, ooh, those Dragon players, deep shit, very public. It was, um, it was a public whipping. Like, NRL players Like we may now. never have seen. Behave yourself. They get him to Origin Camp. You might think then that the rugby league player immune from Well, this is well, Origin, top echelon of players. This is the, the professionals. This is the big game. You've been dominating the first two games. You've got to right horrible wrongs. It's about getting back some pride for the state, yada, 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 yada. Jai doesn't fucking prescribe to that. Jai went, uh, I'm sorry. I'm a former Queensland Resident, I've been living in New South Wales, and there are some dancers that I haven't seen. Yeah, Jai, Jai, a, a dick first operator. I think Jai certainly dick first, consequences second. Mm. Jai apparently, if you're living under a rock, metaphorical or otherwise, has during a COVID bubble lockdown brought in a dancer, which in my mind with the greatest respect, has to be code for hooker, but that's just an allegation, into Origin Camp, unless he just really wanted to see some dancing. Um, well, I don't think she was a hip-hop dancer, Tom. I could be wrong. You, she wasn't going to the Olympics for breakdancing? That wasn't part of what it Look, was? Look, I mean, this could have all been fucking blown way out of... A- it could be a misunderstanding. Jai might be a very... You might be fond of tap dancing. He might have got a, a lady... This could be that- a salsa. A salsa, who knows? Maybe it calms him down, puts him to sleep, bit of tap dancing. I don't fuck knows. But we're going to, for the benefit of the show, run with the uh, the narrative that is uh, she was dancing on his pee-pee. Yeah, lady of the night stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, prostitute. <laughs> sure. Sure. I don't know if you say it with like a French accent, if it sounds different. I, I don't, don't know. know how do you say prostitute in France, French. But it sounds... Oh, like... Prostitute. Escort, like an escargot. That's a snail. That's a snail, not a um, <laughs> It's not escargot. It's not escargot. Um, Do you all look that up? But yeah, prostitute, uh, it's, you're pretty much right. Hang on. Can you hear this? Oh, you are a linguist. There you go. Thank you, dude. So Jai, who has the hottest wag of all time as a missus, and I'm Had. not saying that, I know that sounds hyperbolic, but if she's not up there... In the running for hottest wag all time, then you are blind. Well, she, was she Miss Australia? Yes. 
She is mm. Miss World Australia. So hot. Miss World. She's so hot. Did she win the big gong? No, 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 no Miss she was World Australia. Miss, yeah. So she was competing in Miss World. Yeah. How'd she go the on the big stage? Um, I'll tell you in a second. She was robbed. There's the answer. <laughs> she was robbed if she didn't win it. Jai, like, she's so hot. I just, again, it doesn't matter. That's not the point. But it's certainly part of the point. It's a point. It's a point. No, no, it's a point. If you're getting a lady tonight to come in during an origin camp to dance for you, Break COVID, every COVID protocol under the sun whilst you've got one of the hottest wags all time. Yeah. That is part of the story. Now, Jai has form in this department he as does. well. Is He's, this also... Do we, do we rule out the fact... Well, not rule out, but do we also pay some acknowledgement to the fact that this is, a, this is not out of character for a person called Jai? That plays rugby league. That plays rugby league. If you're a rugby league player called Jai, I almost wonder whether we should be cutting him some slack. <laughs> this is a Jai thing to do. But it's, I mean, you could argue it's, it's mellow for Jai. Correct. The fact that it was, you know, that we didn't find him, like, well, railing her in the, the hotel pool. Yeah, or on the bus on the way yeah, to the game. exactly. In the sheds. <laughs> oh, fuck, Channel 9's cameras picked up Jai on the... On the job. On the job. Look... You could argue that, Tom. I don't think that's too long a bow to draw. Um, Jai and Jai's everywhere know that. I think Jai's everywhere go like... I think uh, I think the Jai's listening to this podcast are going, he's up on Jai. Yeah, woo up. That's not that bad, is it? Nah. I've is that bad? I've done way worse. I've done, <laughs> I've done way worse. Jai's probably done worse. Well, I mean... I mean, like, I mean Jai, my, Jai might have been doing this... Every Origin camp, as long as they've been playing. Jai might be, like, driving home, because he was sent home from Queensland. He had to drive back. He's like, what the fuck have I done wrong? <laughs> you're on Jai. I hope I can call you Jai. It's your name. You're in an Origin camp in a COVID bubble, and you've brought in a dancer. Let's say she does dancing every night for a living with, every, with, with, with men multiple, and women. Multiple, multiple times multiple a Multiple partners a night. I just feel like that's the last person, Jai, that you should be interacting with when in a COVID bubble lockdown. Nothing wrong with ladies of the night. If you, you know, sex work is fucking, good work. It's good, honest work. Yeah. I got no beef with sex work. It's they always say it. I think it's the oldest occupation, profession yeah, of of all time. Of you know, in our two hundred thousand year history, sex workers have been rooting Jai's. For as long as Jai's have existed. Yeah, that's right. And sex workers have always said their best clients are Jai's. So let's start with that. That's not the issue. Jai's rooting prostitutes, not a problem. It's Jai Arrow. Having one. Having one off with a prostitute in a COVID bubble. Allegedly. You know, 10 days out from the first, from the third game. That's the problem. And given what we've seen coming out of the Dragons camp, which Jai would have been aware of, that's what makes his decision All the harder more. to swallow. Yeah. Now, there are rumours floating around there that Jai was the full guy. Yeah. Why was Jai the full guy? The We've full just Jai. E- yeah, he's the full Jai. We've just explained why. Because Jai's get themselves into troubles. And no one's going to ask questions if you go... Queensland Rugby League knew that the perfect full guy was a full jaw. Exactly. Where no one's asking questions if you go, oh, it was fucking jaw. And everyone goes, well, that does make sense from what we know about jaws. And that jaw. And that jaw particularly. Yeah. There are reports jaw uh, has some form with the, uh, you know, 
Yeah. Ladies and not. Jai's not immune from fucking up. No. Put Doesn't it that way. Mind a little chong chong. Now, if the rumours are true and they're all alleged, we must stress. We must stress. All alleged. If the rumours are true, Jai was in there with about seven other blokes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Jai had put in an order for the boys. Jai merely sort of the Uber Eats delivery driver. Well, he's the promoter. He's the promoter. He's the promoter. Yeah, he's like, you know when you were like, you just got out of school? Yes. And it was like... Or, come, yeah, to see it, yeah, come to come HSC to, you later. <laughs> come yeah. down to the Eastern Wednesday night. Yeah. Say, uh, say fucking Jai on the say, door. Say Jai sent you and you get a free fucking vodka. Yeah, and I get like $2.50 on every yeah. $20 entry. Free vodka, fucking raspberry. Yeah, that's Jai. So it's like, oi, come down to Origin Camp. Oi, get yourself into Origin, the Origin side for Game 3, and I'm going to be mm. getting dancers to come along and put on a show for us. Mm. For all the debutantes. Dances that you fuck, allegedly. <laughs> that you can fuck <laughs> if you, you want. you can if you wanted to. They'll let you for money. So, I, f- I don't really feel sorry for Jai on this one. It's hard to feel sorry for Jai on this one, but I do maybe feel sorry for him in the fact that I think he's been allowed to be Jai for so long that then he feels like he's just being Jai. Well, he was born a Jai. He was... I'm not sure if he was baptised, but let's assume he was let's baptised. Let's assume he was baptised a Jai. When, when you're baptised a Jai, you're, your life's almost written for you yeah. in some ways. The second your parents, whoever, see you and go, "That's a you're a Jai, mm. they are writing your, your future for you. It's there. It, and it's a, it's a future... That involves dizzying highs. Yeah, you're going to have some fun. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun. You mate, you play Origin, you represent... Has he played for Australia? I uh, don't think he's played for Australia yet, but, I mean, this sort of behaviour will get you fucking... <laughs> played for Prime Minister's 13. Yeah. Well, that's just as important. <laughs> All we're saying is... Imagine giant Port Moresby. Fucking hell, he'd be ripping and tearing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I'll say this. As a New South Welshman, I see this sort of behaviour, Tom. Mm. And I just think to myself, Queenslanders don't get origin. They don't get it anymore. They might have got it once. They might have got it. They might have had periods of time where they got origin. Would this have happened 10 years ago? No, fuck no, it wouldn't. Fuck no. You think Cam Smith and and Cooper Cronk and Billy Slater and Jonathan Thurston are getting in dances to fucking, you know... Relieve dance, a bit of stress. Dance, relieve stress. Mid-origin camp in a pandemic? Nah. I don't think so. Don't think so. No fucking way in the I world. I doubt it. What, now, about, what about Nate Miles? Was that in Queensland camp or Australian camp? Oh, uh, was that where he what? Where he did a little poo-poo? Yeah, in the, the hallway, yeah. Listen, if you need to go, you need to go. <laughs> and that's spoken from a man who's got bowel issues, so he gets it. Hey, I can, I can uh, sympathise with a road poo. In a shoe. In a shoe. If... You have to. <laughs> it's what I you got to sympath- do. You got to do. You know, I can sympathise with that. I certainly think that there are probably some. I need more context around the Nate Miles Puna shoe fiasco before I'm going to pass judgment. I think I've got a lot of the context around the Jai Arrow uh, hooker in a hotel. Was in was Nate sent home for pooing in a shoe? Um, it, okay, so it wasn't in a shoe. It was in a hallway. It was in a hallway corridor. Why? Where did the, the shoe come from? The shoe was someone else. Freddie might have done ago. a poo in a shoe. Jeremy Schloss or some shit. No, it's, I think maybe even Freddie. Was it? I don't I can know. Get that I don't after. Wanna, Freddie's been. Freddie may not have pooed. He may not have had a poo scandal. Yeah. Some players have poo scandals. Some just have scandals. 
poo scandal a little more embarrassing. <laughs> Depending but, on the nature of the scandal. Well, it does, but I, I think... <laughs> but it, if it, poo's involved in a scandal, Tom, it's usually, it's usually more, embarrassing. It's usually embarrassing, but I think if there's a bit more context <laughs> around, like, was he just so drunk that he thought he was in a toilet? Because that's super embarrassing. But if you just hit by, you know, nature... Like a hurricane, you know what I mean? You can't help but a fucking F five or whatever they are, and you just got to dump in a hallway. Then I sympathise with you. Come here, I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Do we have any context? Yeah, so he was he was found apparently disorientated. This was four a.m. Um, in the hotel where noise complaints were made. He was found apparently disorientated and naked in a hotel corridor, and attempted to gain entry into the room of a family who was leaving their accommodation. That's pretty. Um, no, 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 this is Nate. A oh, short time Nate. later, he was found to have defecated elsewhere in the hotel corridor <laughs> and was later discovered in a fire escape. <laughs> the article goes on. says, the Roosters Club has been fined $50,000. Nate Miles got six weeks suspension for, uh, because of the number of alcohol-related incidents that have affected the club this season. It's the latest in the series of incidents involving Roosters in the last few weeks with coach Brad Fittler fining himself $10,000 after being found drunk and shirtless and attempting to enter someone else's hotel room in Townsville. Now, I'll try to find the Freddie Poo one. No, well, that might have been the one I'm thinking uh, okay, of. That's yeah. the one I'm thinking of. I love that Nate Miles only got six weeks for shitting in a hotel hallway. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that was today, I just don't know whether our, our 2021 sensibilities allow Nate to get away with only six weeks off. Like, you get more for that, for that with, like, a fucking head. Well, it depends if he left it there or not. I think he did. I think he pooed and moved on. He was nude and he tried to get into a fucking hallway. He didn't, he, didn't carry, he didn't carry it away with him. I don't think so. I don't think it was like when you let your, when your dog's shitting in a park and you bring a plastic bag with you and sort of, you know, it's frowned upon if you don't, right? <laughs> I don't buried. think Nate was, I think. It's, he didn't bring a bag with him? I don't think he did. I think he didn't just used left his hands. They said it was found later on. Like someone's just, like just come across a fucking huge Nate Miles shit. I tell you what, he's lucky that the CCTV didn't get out of that. I would love to see that. I'm oh, not, it'd be doing the rounds. I'm not into watching anyone poo, but I would watch <laughs> Nate Miles poo. Well, it's all context, right? It's all context. Uh, the, that one seems a little more like he could have controlled it. The poo in a shoe was by Julian O'Neill, who in the 1999 preseason uh, camp for Souths, uh, he was drunk and he pooed in the shoe of his teammate Jeremy Schloss. Okay, so that's just a, that's just good, honest, friendly. Well, that's band. that's just foolhardy. Yeah. Mm. Is that the right word? Rough house, full, full, foolish. Full housery? No, no, rough housery. Rough housery. That's like wrestling and shit, though. So it's not that. It's poo housery, shit housery, shit housery. Shit housery. Yeah. There we go. Mm. We nailed um, it. So we're two for Queensland. Well, they're fucked. I think you're fucked. Pure and simple. I mean, fuck. I wouldn't be surprised if a poo scandal comes out of that camp next. <laughs> I'd be keeping an ear to the ground. And we've got we've got or, bird, or we've or got little birdies that whisper. Yeah. yeah, we've got we've got little birdies that whisper. Not your nose. I'll I'll do the you nose. You do the nose. Yeah, you keep because I can't smell a thing. So I'd be a waste of time. You would. Be. I'd be a waste of resources. That's right. I'll look for it. I'll be your eyes. You be the eyes. I'll be the nose, and yeah. together we'll find we'll the poo. find a poo in the Queensland can because <laughs> <laughs> that's where they're at. Um, People listen to this thing. I know. Wednesday night, New South <laughs> Wales will rip, and we will tear. Um, obviously, Mitchell. All he has to do, get the ball wide. Get the ball wide. That's all. We That's rip all. and we tear and we win. First sweep since 2000. Um, I can't see how Queensland can win from here, Tom. No, I think it's a sweep and we sweep them in their own town, in their own state. Uh, but I think that's origin. That's origin. Oh, 
One thing I was going to say before, just on how Queensland don't get origin and they're a bunch of losers, Billy Slater was offered the mm. Queensland coach. I thought saw this on Bloke in a Bar, but he got it from some... I think he heard it on maybe like ABC or some shit. Yep. Um, Billy Slater was offered the Queensland job at the start of the year. Billy was like, all right, I'll do it. Then they go, oh, great. All right, you'll do it. We'll just come in for an interview. And he's like, interview? I thought you just offered me the job. I'm like, mm. no, no, you got an interview. And he's going, nah, sorry, bro. This goat fullback don't do no interviews, baby. Mm. So then they gave it to Paul Green. So it's yeah. like it's not even like Paul Green was their first choice. Like Paul Green, Paul Green hasn't said a word about Jai Arrow. I haven't heard him say a fucking thing. He hasn't. Even I haven't spoken. heard. Any, I haven't heard anyone say anything. They haven't even said a word. They're just like I tell you what. If other Queenslanders were a part of it, and that we've just got a full Jai on our hands, there's almost a part of me that goes like. Origin would be fucked if everyone found out, right? So they're just going, we're not going to say a word, we're just going to get to Origin, and then afterwards people might fucking get pumped for this and they'll lose their payments and fucking ban from Origin and all this sort of shit. Uh, punters and dribblers, obviously the nation has spent the last 24 hours in jubilant celebration. Uh, we've got another Wimbledon champion, Aussie Ash Party, who I'm in love with. It just is an Australian time. Mm. With one of the great Wimbledon wins of the modern era, I think it's fair to say. Yep. Um, early Sunday morning, late Saturday night into early Sunday morning, the nation gripped by the action that was unfolding. I actually, full lockdown vibes, me and a bunch of boys uh, and girls. Thanks for the boat. Not really your friendship circle, but that's all right. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mate, sorry, Eddie, I didn't get invited. This either. coming this coming from the cunt oh. who goes on like golf trips and like benders and parties, and then it like comes you, in comes in on the weekend. I'm like, Oh, what'd you up to on the weekend? And you're like, Oh really? Oh you did? And it was like three meters from my house and I didn't hear anything. Did, about yeah, it. but he, you know why he never comes. Three the amount of things I've invited I've to him. I've never been here. invited to anything. And then he's like, I just never comes. things. And I'm like, what never the comes. fuck's going on here, bro? Never comes. He's a fucking joke. And then I go on a Zoom. We invited him for like, we invi- this Secret Garden, who a friend of ours, Max Downs host. Yeah. Fucking friend of the show. We invited, me and Hamish Street, another friend of the show. We invite in Burma every year. Oh, Hamish is a friend busy. of both of ours. Too dude. busy. Hamish is a friend of both of ours. Too busy. That's not, that's not a fucking, that's, Too not busy. A good, that's not a good example. It is sorry. an example. No, it's an example oh, of I'm you sorry. saying no to fun. No, yeah, sorry. I didn't have time to go down to a festival and fucking... For 10 years in a row. Ingest all manner of things. No, dude. I was uh, in the hospitality game. Had to bloody, Bullshit. you know, rip and tear. Bullshit. No, it's not. But anyway, so Eddie complaining <laughs> about not being included on a Zoom of people he doesn't know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, late night, Zoom, lockdown vibes with a bunch of people to watch Aussie Ash get the job done. And got it done, she did. Got it done, she did. But it was a great way to, uh, I guess, enjoy sport whilst in lockdown. I thought it was going to be over in 20 minutes, the way she started. We were like, holy shit, this will be done before midnight. Which was kind of good because I wanted to go to bed. But then <laughs> it didn't. It wasn't over by midnight. I was, I was fucking pretty concerned after she was seventh for the match in the second set and could have gotten done. I was like, no, 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 no. It seems like... Well, Momentum no. shifts in tennis are like nothing else. But they were, in that game particularly, it was like they broke each other like it was going out of fashion. They were just they just kept breaking each well, other. Well, it was like the break was no longer a thing. No, exactly. You almost... you, you The break had gone out of vogue, Tom. No. Break, and the break... Breaking in, was almost holding your serve, which no one seemed to be doing. Exactly. And breaking tennis... A, a break point or break points in tennis 
usually the hallmark of, you know, a win. Plitzkiver didn't didn't score a single Wimbledon point for the first three games. She didn't get a point. Not a great start. She was shaking like a leaf. Yeah, she was. She's not up for it. No, with not, no, no, not, she's not up for it. it. Not the big stage. Not when you come. Not up in front of the Royal. Not in front of the Royals. Like Aussie Ash. No, exactly. The Royals are there. Tom Cruise is in the crowd. That's right. It's water of a duck's back to to Ash though. She doesn't prescribe to that sort of. She couldn't gl- give off. She doesn't give a fuck about Cruise the glitter the and the hullabaloo. No, doesn't bother her. She's just a she's a, a tradeswoman like performer. Roll mm. the sleeves up. Get yep. the job done. Yeah. Bank W's. That's exactly right. Uh, we should have all seen this coming as a nation, though. Yeah. Nadoc Week, obviously, here. Uh, she has Indigenous blood or... Yeah, that's how you'd say it. Is that it. how you'd say yeah, it? that's how you'd say it. Um, and so... She's Indigenous. She's Indigenous <laughs> on her father's side. So for her to get the W was fucking terrific in Nadoc. Mel that, Jones in the crowd with an, uh, an Aboriginal T-shirt. Who on, was... Cool. Yeah, she, that was sick. She was moved. If you're talking Nadoc so. Week, you had... Barty Wimbledon, tied to Avasa UFC, which we'll get to, and then Paddy Mills, game-winning fucking buzzer-beater to win for the Boomers. That's right. Also announced as flag-bearer. As flag-bearer. Huge NADOC week. But Ash, childhood dream. She won the, the, the girls, the, like the junior women's tournament 10 years ago yep. at Wimbledon. And then... Obviously the protege of the great Yvonne Goolagong Corley, yes. who she was... Did you see her when she she's like, I hope you made I made you proud, like was crying mm, yeah, in a speech. Yeah, I'm like, lovely. if there wasn't a dry eye in the nation, I'm not here. Yeah. It was it was tears at ten paces. I never know what that means, but I've just heard Oh, it. but there was tears at ten paces. There was tears at ten paces. Better believe it. Better believe it. Um, it was terrific stuff. Fuck, I loved it. Yeah. But so first Wimbledon champion since the great Yvonne did it back female. in yeah, female back in 1980. Obviously Leighton Hewitt got the job done in two thousand two against David Nelbandi and crushed him in three sets. Uh but, mate, great for the night. We needed it. We did. Fuck, we, did we need needed it. it. We've been... It's... it's. Look, obviously, uh, Ash won at the French and Stozer won at US. the US. But we do our very best work, punters and dribblers, at Wimbledon at the home of tennis. But also, with Aussie Ash, we now have a multiple slam champion with the greatest respect to Sammy Stozer, queen of the first round bed shit exit <laughs> from a major. Yeah. Particularly at home, Particularly which is also home. was she, always hard to swallow. She got the US done. Did she beat Serena? I think to win that she did. Serena had a meltdown. Yeah, if you remember, Serena prone to a meltdown. But so Tan- that was I'm not, great. I, I'll use the word tantrum. Yeah, tantrum. She's prone to a tanty. Sammy, great. Sam Stozer, we needed it. She was a, a drought breaker for us, I think, in in uh, Grand Slam wins. But now Ash has got multiples. They say this in both tennis and golf, Tom. To be considered truly great, you've got to get two. Yeah. And Barty's got two. Barty's got two. Wimbos and a French. She's coming off fucking basically an 11-month layoff because of COVID. Yeah. Comes into Wimbledon. Bad hip. She's got a dodgy hip. Wildly underprepared. The first couple of rounds, you're like, Jesus Christ, this could be early for for Aussie Ashwell, number one, Mm. seed number one. Yeah. She's like, fucking hold my beer, bro. Yeah, yeah. Watch me rip and tear. Yeah, she dropped a set in the first game and then didn't drop a set until the final. See, we love it. We love it. Aussie Ash ripping and tearing for the nation. Congratulations, Dahl, from us. Oh, obviously. Look, I mean, Tom and I don't like to, to make this about us. No. But some, I think sometimes you've got to, you know... Make it about you. Make it about you. 
you know, we've been with Ash since the very start. We've we've yeah. helped her. We've advised. We're in an advisory role, I would say, Tom. But you well, know, when, but when she was look, look, look okay. But right, if the, let's, but, let's lift the curtain. When she was when she was back, you know, just in the bloody the the regional circuit, just in the bloody the empty tennis courts of this nation, Eddie. It's fair to say that we were hitting balls to her. That's right. Look, and. There was no scenario in which we wouldn't drop everything to hit balls with Aussie Ash. Yeah. Six in the morning, we're up there to hit balls. Six yeah. at night, we're take there hitting the balls. Up, we'll get out That's wherever right. you are. We'll, we'll take the balls. oranges. We'll take a nice hearty sandwich. Also, you know, like what we would also do, which I thought was was fun. It was a bit. It was a way to loosen the mood because obviously training was very serious. Was once all the balls were all over the court. You know how you had the big PVC yep. pipes. So you go and collect all the balls. It was a race. <laughs> who yeah. could, who could collect the most? Yeah. And, and whoever and whoever it. got the most balls won a Mars bar off us or a killer yeah. python. Um, um, that's that's how we keep things light and fluffy during yeah. you know trying times. Because you've got to be serious when you're on. When training's yeah. on, it's on. But then you need a circuit breaker, and it was like, all right, yeah. race to race to yeah. pick up all the balls. That's right. Look, and obviously it's well known, well documented that Ash has one of the most feared, most fearsome forehands on circuit. Where'd you learn that? Where do you think that? Ha- where do you think that came from? Out of thin air, unlikely. Yeah. Hit over the ball, Ash. Hit over the ball. Yeah. And hit through it. Hit through it. Hit true. Um, <laughs> So, look, in some ways, we won Wimbledon. Look. We were disappointed we went in the box, but we just couldn't get over it. That's well, mate. Her parents weren't even there. So, I mean, COVID's a bitch. It is what it is. Um, But, you know, just another win for us and for her. So, that's great. Yep. Shout out to Dylan Orcott as well, who won his third straight this year. Mm. He's, He's won his third straight Wimbledon, and he's won all three majors so So far. So, he's going for the Golden Slam this year. At uh, the Olympics. Is yeah. he the GOAT uh, wheelchair tennis player? Quad. So there's, there, there's, there's wheelchair tennis and then there's quad. So he's like, there's two variations. What's quad though? Oh, I'm not sure. He's not Dior. quadriplegic. His arms are completely... Do you all help us? Oh, yeah. There is a difference. I don't no, know, I know what it is. Because I was under the impression my auntie's disabled. Shout out to Prue. She also won three medals at the uh, Paralympics. Nice. Uh, in swimming. But... Quadriplegic is four limbed. Yeah, say. but quad tennis. There's, there, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, but there is a difference. Dior's on the job. Um, I'm on the job. There are three different categories: men, women, and quads. Which yeah. doesn't make that much sense. Why there's men? The quad, the newest division, is for players that have substantial loss of function in at least one upper limb, but may include various disabilities besides quadriplegia. So what? I wonder what Dylan's affected by in the upper limbs. Yeah, mm. obviously something. Well, yeah, but I'm just trying to work it. He, just on the face of it, he seems fucking tickety boo from sort of the waist up. Mm. On the face of it, yeah. Well, obviously there's something, but I'm just mean that was what quad was confusing. But he's also he was born like that as well. His isn't the result of an injury, so you know it could be some sort of perhaps potentially. But shout out to Dylan. Shout um, out to Dylan. And obviously Terrence. now there's a three-way fucking dead heat at the top of the the Grand Slam uh, champions list. Champions list 20. 60 slams between the three of them is fucking insane. Mate, it's fucking wild. That's insane. But Djokovic, I think it's safe to say, will be flying past the ageing. I think so. Federer, you know. Well, Federer's on his last legs. He is. He's the beloved family dog just laying under the tree as we all wait for him to die. It's disappointing because I always sort of saw him as being the champion of the champions. Yeah. But There's no, I you think, can't argue with I think I think now that uh, Djokovic gets it done. I, he I, also I, beat Nadal in the French. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think he's on the fence 
with going to the Olympics, potentially. Yeah, I heard that. Who, Djokovic? Yeah, which would mean if he doesn't go, obviously he can't get the Golden Slam. For those that want to know what that is, it's the Grand Slam in tennis is all four slams in a calendar year. Hasn't been done since the great Rod Laver, I think, in 69. The melted candle himself. That's right. Um, but a Golden Slam is tacking a fucking Olympic medal onto that bad boy. I reckon he'll go. Of course he will, mate. He's because a- he wants that. But he, mate, how he loses the US from here, I just, he'll... Ooh. So Djokovic is having a bit of a whinge because of all no, the of restrictions at the Olympics, and that's why he doesn't want to go. So he says, <sighs> Fuck yeah, sake. that's not great news about fans not being allowed. I received that news yesterday or two days ago. How did you only receive it two hear. days ago? Or is this an old article? Cause- uh, this is from... No, this was this morning. Jesus, um, I also hear that there's going to be a lot of restrictions within the village. Possibly you would not be able to see other athletes perform live. I can't even have my stringer. That is a very important part of my team. I'm limited with the amount of people I can take in my team as well. We're in a pandemic, Novak. Sounds like he's not Novak doesn't get in it. his own abilities. He's anti-vaxxer vibes. I know, but even if you're anti-vaxxer, you still know what's going on. Like He held a tournament in the middle of COVID. It was like, fuck it. And everyone got COVID. And then everyone got COVID and he was shocked. Novak doesn't get it. Oh, he doesn't. I, I respect Novak as a champion, but he's a dead shit. He's a dead shit, um, and that's what makes it hard for him now being in the goat of goats. It does make it hard as a goat of goats. Now we must use different metrics, Tom. Like who was the most grace, graceful, most beautiful? Yeah, player. like goat of blokes. That's it. You see the Rolex commercial and shit. It's like you know, greatness isn't just defined by the numbers. It's like, well, it was until it wasn't, right? Yeah, it was but, until but it's fucking Novak no, but it's, it's it. it is and it isn't. Like you know, Mike Tyson, how he talks about Floyd Mayweather, and he's like, greatness isn't being uh, being scared of the people; it's being loved by the people. And like in reference to Floyd, how he can't even go to a school without his bodyguards and shit to pick his kids up. Like um, he's sort of talking; he says it in a way where he's yeah, like, but so, so you're defining greatness by different metrics, though, right? Sure, you could be a great bloke. So, like, but you might be so. Muhammad golf. Ali, for example, was loved and adored okay, by but, the people. Yeah, but so, what are you placing more value on the, the raw numbers? Because you could just get one of the greatest blokes of all time to play golf, and you call him the greatest. No, but, they, of all time. but but you've got to do. But you've got to do golf of all time. Just come a good bloke. No, but you got to do both. His, yeah, his argument. So let me play golf. I'll play golf. But you got to win, and like if it comes down to like a, a number or two, he's using that metric as well. Yeah. yeah look, I get it. I think it. I just a bit thin. It's a bit thin, and. <laughs> It's almost disrespectful to, to Federer and his greatness to be like, oh, no, you're still the best because you're a good guy. It's like, no, nah, dude, sorry. You're not anymore. Well, you are until the next tournament. Well, he still is. Yeah. For now. Not for long. He's still won more tournaments. He'll be the third best. I think – I have a feeling he, Nadal's – Done? Yeah. Nah. Nadal will get at least one more. Oh, I guess if Djokovic is around, maybe not. That's what I'm saying, I bro. I wouldn't mind those Djokovic, two finishing on 20 apiece. Djokovic around – like there's something poetic about him and Nadal and Federer tying. Yeah, because I from like from where I'm sitting, Nadal can probably only win French now, and Djokovic is in a fucking mood. Mm. Djokovic will get to thirty, I reckon. He could. He definitely could. Because like the, I look around, the competition is so thin now, dude. That's the that's the concern with men's tennis. Which is what which is what like, and I I hate to I hate to say this, but I will like when Leighton was. Picking up a couple of slams. It was it was the end of Sampras. You know, like David Nelbandian was the big threat. Like it wasn't there wasn't a whole lot going on. Uh, I think if you're like post the- post Sampras and Agassi and like pre Federer and Nadal, there was fuck all going. If you're tennis, if you're big tennis right now, you're 
sh- you are praying that well not even praying it's boring like with the uh, Federer half dead uh, Nadal half dead and Novak no one likes like tennis is fucked essentially now like I wasn't that interested in Wimbledon this year I didn't watch anything until Ash and once let's say once Nadal goes unless Kyrgios can start like there's no personality there's no pizzazz who do you really care about in the tennis world I don't think Kyrgios cares enough to win a slam I know but I'm saying who does anyone care about in tennis after the what Dominic team oh cool Zverev he doesn't move Mm. the fucking needles very oh sweet sits a pass like uh, nah they haven't taken me bro no no dude it's like you haven't no one's been able to step up against these big three these generational three no one also, did you see, I think, like, Federer and Nadal both tweeted after Novak won his 20th. But, like, when, when Rafa won his 20th, Federer basically beat off on camera. He was so genuinely, like, happy for uh, Rafa. Yeah. Whereas with this one, it was just kind of like they both just wrote, like, tweets because they had to. Were they right? It was just very, like, well done, great achievement, really, you know, happy for you. How crazy that we all came along at the same time. It is crazy. It is crazy. The three greatest of all time all played together. In the same. In the same era and fucking dominated. And Novak the best, you would say. But you would say that because of the slight age difference, maybe not. Well, not maybe not, but like there's a... Novak has also won every Masters tournament, which the other two haven't. Haven't? How many... Which in the Masters is the level below. So can you just go to his breakdown, his his majors breakdown? Novak's. Novak's, yeah. yeah. Just because he's now like, you know, like when they go, well, Federer dominated on all of them or like... Federer's still got more Wimbledons. But not by much. This was his sixth, I think, Novak. Federer's got I seven think or eight. So Novak's I think so. got uh, three US Opens. Thought it would be more than that. Uh, one, two, three, four, two five, French. six Wimbledons, two French, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Aussie Opens. Loves Australia. Federer still has more titles. Just across, like, all tennis. Yeah. Then Rafa as well? Yeah. It's a clusterfuck. It is. It's a clusterfuck. Um, anyway, I think that we... Uh, congrats to Aussie Ash. Congrats to Aussie Ash. Fucking terrific. So, UFC 264 yesterday, Sunday, you and I on the Zoom with Streety and Jarch. Um, Friends. Fucking hell. It was... Uh, what a weird fucking end. Like, McGregor, Poirier 3, obviously, he was getting fucking worked near to death. It sort of started off, like, throwing a lot of kicks. Started off kicking pretty well. Throwing you're like, okay, you're try- you know, you give him back what you got he, last he time. He looked nervous walking out. Like, yeah, there was did. something about it where he was, like, super hyped up and, like, intense. Then like he, a ball of fucking... It was almost like he was trying to do the things that he used to do to get him fucking into the fight. Like he walked out doing the fucking Billy Strut in the ring. Usually when he when he was like... He's like it's all fabricated now. You, it just seems to all be. All the lead up felt like it was... None of it's genuine When now. he used to... When he's like... When uh, Bruce Buffer was calling out his name, he used to walk to the centre of the ring and do it. But then he started and sort of didn't do it. Like everything just looked like he was sort of thinking about it as he was doing it. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was it, it was off from the out. It's been off during the, the press conferences. Yeah. Like the whole thing seemed off, fabricated, not genuine. The, the, like the, he's trying to he's searching for past glory. And like with the way he's like the press conference when he was calling it like saying like Poirier's wife sort of shit. Where he just like again, it's nothing new. He said that sort of shit with um, Khabib's missus as well. 
It's the fight game and you say some fucked up shit, but like it was a bit... It wasn't even good. It was like your wife's your husband. Mm. Even Poirier was like, you bet you used to be better than that, bro. <laughs> and it was fair. Um, but... I mean, that fucking ankle break was disgusting. Well, like, so he got fucking absolutely pieced up. He was on, on his ground. ass for three and a half, four minutes, getting towels. Like, you got a couple of kicks and knees and elbows and shit in there, but he was getting pieced up. Yes. And at the end of the fight, he, like, the end of the round, what did he, he went for a fucking... They both just threw punches, yeah. missed. He then stepped back on his back foot and it sort of twisted and, and the ankle just folded under and you could see, like, the legs sort of touching the ground. But he's, you would say that he's, he's, was definitely, like, fractured before Well, that's that what they were say. saying, like... Because that's he, so un, like he, that doesn't just happen. No, so he got he, he was kicking hard and he got his kick checked, um, and the, you know Poirier thinks that he may have snapped his, he may have fractured it while the kick check was happening, but it sort of just held together until he sort of pivoted on it. But I mean, whatever, it was fucking gross and it was a shit ending to the fight, and you will probably see a fourth one, but that all depends on how he recovers and shit. But like, surely that's like twelve months. Mm. I don't bones heal relatively quick, so like it's not that. I mean, obviously this is a complete fucking nightmare snap, and like the healing is only one part of it. Then you've got to go. Like he's having surgery now. I'm pretty sure. I reckon like, if it was like just his leg bone that snapped, it'd be better than if it was like an ankle and a dislocation. As and well. I think it was just his leg, so yeah. it wasn't actually the ankle. It was like it was just like up, above. It was like the, yeah. yeah, to his shin, bottom of his shin, lower shin. Jesus Christ, so fucking gross. And you were saying as we're doing, we're like only in UFC does a man. Sit there on the floor of the canvas with a snap leg and get interviewed. Joe Rogan was sitting next to him on the fucking ground interviewing him. I'm like, this is fucking. I was like, there's no way they interview him. They can't. That that would be so outrageous. <laughs> and there he is on the floor and Connor like morphined up or whatever. He wasn't at that point. I don't. And he's just in pain, fucking screaming obscenities, yeah. being like, "Your wife's in my DMs and shit." This that isn't was over. Rogue, dude. Just really rogue shit. Like stuff maybe he wouldn't have said if uh, he wasn't in the heat he, of battle. In yeah, pain, in pain, and his yeah. legs snapped. Like I don't know, but I mean that's just pure UFC, isn't it? Been sending him in there to fucking get the hot take. But like it's. It, he is no he's not really beloved anymore like he must be to a degree obviously but like the way that the mood after he was talking like that in the ring and like it's almost shifting a little bit towards people watching him cuz he's a villain yeah he's become the bad guy you know what i mean like i'm certainly in that and camp. and villains sell fights like floyd mayweather the the pay, the pay per view king yeah. but was he the never villain. loses people usually watch to see him lose whereas connor's lost fucking everything recently yeah, well, that, that's true. That's the, th- like that's the thing, like, I'm, like, not to bring up Hamish again, yeah, but yeah. I will, because no, he's such it. a fucking Connor dick, dick rider. rider. I was bringing up the fact that he hasn't, like, he hasn't won a UFC fight since Alvarez, except for Cowboy, who was fucking aging oh. and wasn't up to it, right? That was fucking pretty obvious in the fight. And I was saying that, and Hamish was like, yeah, but that's just so misleading. I'm like, what's misleading about the fact that Connor has only beaten it? Ed, uh, Cowboy, Cowboy since Eddie Alvarez and that was like four years ago five years ago he's like it's so misleading I'm like but it's not though it's, it's not, not misleading. misleading it's just I think I think the way he found it misleading potentially is that like he's only fought four times and he's been towed up in three of them yes the thing that uh, like and no I'll tell you what else Hamish says and that's the thing like Connor apologists 
like anyone, you just you just see how blindly loyal they are. Like in the lead up, I was watching Connor shit. I'm going, I'm. The magic isn't there for me. I know how I felt when I used to love this dude. I know how I felt when it was authentic. Well, this is how I used to feel when it was authentic. I used to watch every single piece of Connor yeah. content there was on the internet. No stone was left unturned. No. Not the case. I think some. it's fair to say that I've seen every single piece. Like, pre, like on his golden run, from like 2016 back, I've seen everything there is to see. Everything. But then Hamish goes like, dude, you, how do you even know he didn't fracture that that foot back in the first fight. I'm like, six, six months ago? And then, like, it breaks out. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? What are you talking about? Yeah, he was, he was saying that it was uh, the fight... The fracture was... Or the break was caused in fight one. It could And I'm been. like, but he trained... The entire time. The entire time. And what do you think's more likely? That it was fractured in the absolute barnstorming, like, fucking stream of kicks he was throwing for the last three minutes... Or six months ago. But then also when it was like, you know, all that pre-fight content where I'm like, it just doesn't feel real, doesn't feel right. He's like, I'm loving what I'm seeing. I'm loving, I think the real Connor's back. It's like, no, dude, he ain't back. You want him to be back. That's it. He's it's, not back. And I get that you want He's him to be gone. Back. He's gone. Those, those, we didn't know it at the time, but the Zenith was the Alvarez fight and that was it. And we've got big fights since... But the magic hasn't been there like it was. Like, no. if even if you use a bit of revisionist history, like not revisionist history, hindsight, go back and look at like all the pre-fight shit before Kabir. But it's like it wasn't the same. It was different. No, it was aggro as fuck, and it was etch. The Mayweather stuff was like, well, that was good. It was good. It was a little over the top, but it was all right. I think the Mayweather stuff was the end. That was the last great stuff where it was like he was the king of the world. And he was taking on, you know, he was taking the king on fucking, of the, the world. king of the world. And all that build up, by the end, it was getting a bit much. Because it was so... They had to do four fucking monster press conferences, yeah. like, all over the world. But it was sick. And then after that, it was like... And I watched every single one of them. Yeah. The Khabib one was, was way too dark. And then he tried to go nice. And that was boring. And then he tried to go back to being a hard ass. And that was lame. And he was like, okay, it's done, bro. He might come back and fight again, but I mean... I think and he just, he just hasn't looked good. No. It would have been nice to see how he came back after that first round more. I think he would have got pumped. Probably. But it would have, I would have, like... That's just the thing where this now... He's got this excuse. He, he put up a photo on his Instagram of him leaving the ring, and it was like, you need people like me. I'm like, that sounds like a, something a, a bad guy says in a film. Like, you need the bad guy. It, it's exactly what it says. I think he's, he's obviously pointing, I think, as well to, like... He is still the fucking pay-per-view king in the UFC yeah. by a long, long way. And there still hasn't... Like, there are other stars, but none of them shine nearly as bright. No. You know what I mean? And if he's saying from that perspective, I agree with him. But, but also, like, every hero needs a villain. It's almost like when... And this is a bit more wrestling, but, like, when a wrestler turns heel. Like, so heel is when they become bad. Like, Hulk Hogan, I think, is the most famous fucking heel turn ever because he was like obviously he's Hulk Hogan Mr. America yellow and red Hulkamaniacs then he comes out and like turns on someone that was I think he turned on like Randy Savage or some shit I saw it the other day just randomly and then just starts abusing the fuck out of the crowd and the crowd's like throwing fucking food and rubbish and shit at him and it's like 
you know, the king, like the most loved, beloved person then becomes the bad guy, which is just as engrossing a narrative. And I feel like there's almost a bit of that with fucking Connor where he's just like, fuck it. It may, and then like the, his, his post, like when he was on the ground fucking yelling shit about Dustin's wife again, I was like, I think you might have lost me now, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm off. Yeah, that was where I was like, oh. I think I'm off the wagon. Yeah. If and that's apparently the they said they weren't so much showing footage of it, but Dustin was saying afterwards that Connor's staring at him, seeing the end, going like, "I'm going to fucking kill you," Jesus. holding a gun to his head. And Dustin's like, "Dustin was Dustin said afterwards, he goes, I don't give a fuck about all this shit about my wife. Like that's it's all bullshit. I know it's not true, right? Like it's fucking fight talk and it's bullshit." But he's like, "But you're talking about before we go into the fight, you want to kill me?" He's like, "We've got families to go back to. Like that's actually a possibility. Someone people die in the sport. Like yeah, that that is the that don't, is, you do. don't you don't say shit like that." And then Connor's still being on the ground with a broken leg saying, I'm going to kill you. Dustin's like, chill, bro. What about Connor's like, fucking let's take it outside and shit? I'm like, yeah, bro, good you, luck. You, you can't though, dude. Cause, and also Connor said on multiple interviews he's going to leave in a stretcher and Connor left in a stretcher. There's just nothing. That was the, the irony was too brilliant. Too much to handle. It's so funny. And you don't want to tell Connor dick riders, you don't want to point that out to him because they might combust. Like, I don't know how straight he would have handled that if we were like... How, 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 how right? He would have been like, "How's it ironic?" And we would have been like, "Well, <laughs> do I need to? Explain do we need to explain this to you?" <laughs> Shout out to Streety. Shout out to Streety. But the biggest Connor Dick rider on of Earth. all time. <laughs> now, where to for Connor? I th- I look. This is what would get me excited, and I think this would be nice. And I think they just need to do it, and so we can just bow the whole thing. Nate Connor three. Connor will lose because Nate can't be knocked out and Connor, there's no way Connor can go five rounds anymore. No way. <laughs> you like, so. the heart that he had to show in that rematch to go the five rounds and last, there's no way. But he- is Connor just going to become like this depressing fucking echo of what was once great? And he's but just, just, just give him the give him, give him the Nate fight and then... He's going to want to fight Poirier again. <laughs> no, but it's like, mate... It's give him the Nate fight, and when he loses, like he that should be it, dude. What if he if he becomes the guy that just stays in the sport, getting fucked up because people watch? It's like, dude, you got that will be so sad, so sad. That will be so fucking sad. It's already getting pretty sad. It's already getting a little bit sad. I mean, like he's he's got fucking forever money, pretty sad. But like, no, I'm from the like the legacy standpoint, yeah, yeah, but which he's now fighting for. But I'm like. Yeah, I would have stopped. If you stopped after Alvarez, you're probably the greatest of all time. Like, yeah. they always would have said you're the greatest of all time. And now that ain't the case, baby. But if it, it, so, so, so Poirier goes to fight for the title against uh, Oliveira later in the year, you would assume. Yep. He wins that. If Connor's back, the, I would not be surprised if Connor returns after winning one from his fucking last four UFC fights. And he gets a title and shot. He gets a title shot. And probably loses, but I would not be surprised by that at all. So he, I, okay. So he, it, from the USC's perspective, and I'm talking from juicing lemons here. Mm. If, I'm a, if I'm in, if I'm running a lemonade stand, which the UFC is in this example, mm. and I've got customers left, but I'm running out of lemons, I'm fucking watering down that lemonade. You know what I mean? So give him the Poirier fight and he'll lose because then we've still got one in the chamber, the Nate the fight. Nate fight exactly. Whereas if we put him to the dogs with Nate, then we lose, we lose the Poirier, the Poirier fight. fight and I've lost money. Yeah. And like even, so I think it was Daniel Cormier and that after the fight were like, because people are saying he's done retire. But they're like, he's lost to 
Khabib, arguable goat, and Dustin Poirier twice. Like, he's losing to the best of the best. It's not like he's losing to fucking Diego Sanchez with the greatest respect. No, I know. Cowboy, but like, right? Yeah, 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 of course. But, but like, still, but he is, but he is. Box office or nothing. He's box office. He's, he, what, he's going to go fight fucking rank 20 guys On and shit? Undercut, Jesus like, yeah. Christ. He's what are we talking about? Main eventing fight. You can't go to being a champion and then go back the way you came in. Not when you're Connor. No way. But like other champions do. That's the sad exit for champions. You don't want to exit. It's like the way you came no, in. No, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to exit hell. like. A, but back like, on the instead of scene. wins on the way up, you go out with losses. Exactly. On you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fighting like in front Benjamin of fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fighting on fucking UFC Fight Night on Thursday or something. You know what I mean? Free to, I don't want to have to be watching free Connor fights. That's sad. oh my god. That's sad. But from so, a from a fucking business perspective. The UFC will 100% run with the narrative that it was a fucking freak accident. Dana said in the post-fight press conference, uh, no, no, they have so to fight again. Yeah, yeah. Um, what fucking just does my head in, with the greatest respect to ESPN. After the fights, they have Max Kellerman yep, and of, of boxing. boxing aficionado fame. And, and Freddie Atlas. Atlas. And Freddie Atlas, Teddy Atlas. Teddy Atlas. Talking about the fight. Like... That's so disrespectful to the sport to have these two guys that have no fucking idea about MMA break down the fight. They, they cut back to Rogan after they went to Max and, and Teddy. Freddie or Teddy? Teddy. Teddy. And Rogan goes, I disagree with every single thing they said. Teddy Atlas, for those that don't know, is he was Mike Tyson's boxing coach when Mike Tyson was coming up. He worked under Costamato. He's like a, a great boxing mind, but he knows fuck all. Neither of them do. About the UFC. Neither like of nothing. Them do. Yeah, but Max Kellerman's a fucking journalist, right? Whereas, like. Yeah, but one guy's they're, 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 But they're, they're passing off Teddy Atlas as a. Like, he's a boxing expert. Yes. That's, but that's the same with Max. Like, you have to know about MMA to be able to comment on the nuances of MMA, let alone one of the biggest fights of all time. And they were saying, like, one of their arms was shorter, so maybe that was why it was difficult for, like, fucking... It was just... It was just... Rid- it was just dumb. I was like, what the fuck? And again, like... I'm not an MMA expert, but I know when I'm being spoken to by people that aren't MMA experts. And I'm like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> this is some bullshit. Like, directly after a fight like that or a big card, all I want to do is bathe in post-fight press conferences and yarn from the people that know. And we were all in the Zoom call and we're like, can we all mute this bullshit and just talk about we it? We did mute it. These guys fucking suck. Like, what the fuck? It's so... It just is like... Oh, yeah, let's get... Um, we're going to get... Uh, why did they... Why Leighton did, Hewitt and Pat Rafter to break down the origin. Okay. But I don't... Under, why would the UFC allow that? Because ESPN own it. It's lazy ESPN, I think. But surely... It's the UFC's product that ESPN is the broadcaster of. Surely they have some say. You would, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I feel like ESPN don't get it. It just for for the size that ESPN ESPN is, and for the like standing that they have in sport globally, it is pretty mind blowing to me that they don't just get like fucking 
MMA people to talk about the fights afterwards. I just don't know how they went to those two guys. I was like, what? You may as well just change the channel. And now we're... Uh, Is know. it a case of there just being no big boxing fights anymore and fucking Teddy Atlas is on some 10-year deal and they just have to use him? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... Like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? It's crazy. It was fucking so lame. But In anyway. other fight news, Tyson Fury, who's supposed to fight at the end of the month, has COVID. Where are we at with that, It's Dave? been moved, I think. I think it's oh. been moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. While Dave looks that up, shout out yeah. to Tai Tuivasa because mm. that, that boy can bang. That was so He good said to as see. much. He's like, bruh, if you come here looking to bang, you picked the wrong you bloke. You picked the wrong bloke. That was such a sick. Yes, yeah, so was, sick. His whole thing, dude, he knocks out Greg Hardy, who is a uh, woman basher, and knocked him out in the first round. Yeah. Huge. But didn't even punch. didn't even catch him flush. No. He got, That's he got the power of a little him. bit and then just fucking left hooked him. And the way that Hardy just went like he was like out well, in yeah, the Ty air. got rocked and was sort of on the back foot. So Hardy moved in and then Ty just banged. Cracked See ya, bruh. And he was down and then gets up. Shoey on the fucking... Uh, on, on the, the fence. On the fence. Then as he's leaving, getting shoes from everyone, the guy, that dog of a bloke who blasted the shoe full of Poirier's hot sauce and a beer without Ty realising, and then he slams the, the shoey and then he's like, you see him going, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> this, he just chugged this hot sauce. And he's like, it fucked me up for the next, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> but just going out shoeing with everyone. I wish he just didn't spit in the shoes. I'd be happy with the shoey. He just he mm. spits in the shoes and it's fucking gross. Whatever. He gets people to spit in it, sorry. Not yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking crazy cunt. He's a wild bastard, I know. But interesting to see where he goes with that. Like, cause he if he can if he can win a few, like he's he's one of those people that the UFC want because he is a personality, but he just needs to keep winning. And if he can keep winning uh, and start to move up and, and like improve He's well, just he's, one of those well big, he said someone top 15, top 10. Yeah, well, he needs to... I wonder what he's ranked. He was on the cusp of the top 10 just before he lost to JDS. What is he... Uh, the rankings won't be updated. Yeah. But what was he going in? I'd say he would have been outside the top 10. I would say. Maybe outside the top 15, the way he was talking. Yeah, which seems crazy, but... Um, he's number 26. There you go. Really? Yeah. That would make sense if he's asked for someone in the top 15. 15 top 10, yeah. Unless that's not updated. There's another one here saying he was number 17. You're right. Well, it's in and around there. Maybe he's 17 now. Yeah. That, um, the other fight they're saying going to be moved to October. Fuck! Because there's, there's a Manny Pacquiao pay-per-view in August and an Alvarez in September. So, so that's, what? That's, that's, that's Fury and... A Wilder three, fuck me! This is this fight has just been a thorn in the arse. We cannot, we cannot get this. Well, we, they cannot get this fucking thing right. He was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua. That fell through because he had to fight Deontay Wilder for a third time. For a third time, I hope he because he was contractually up. obligated. He'll I hope he fuck fucks him up. up He'll Deontay fuck him up. He's a now the fight was supposed to be late July, which is just around the corner for the punter and the dribbler. Moved to October. That is fucking ages away. God save us. And Deontay Wilder's like after what he they're lost. moving it for a Pacquiao fight for God's sake. Well, I think the sake. other fights are already. Um, Who gives a fuck scheduled? about? Well, they're Pacquiao. just trying to get clear air to get as many fucking people paying for the pay per view. Maybe they there's some there'd be some sort of. Who the fuck them. buys many Pacquiao fights now? Boxing fans, dude. Oh, know, but not. Deontay Wilder of making excuses for a loss fame. Um, I reckon he gets towed up again. I hope so because it'd suck if he didn't. And then you've got to see Deontay Wilder versus. 
Or they'd go for a fourth fight. They would because it'd be one apiece and one draw. They'd probably go for a fourth, which would just be hell. It's fucking... It should be too fucking nil anyway. Hell on earth. It was disgraceful, that first fight. Um, anyway. Anyway, I think that's Biff's. Um, I think that's Biff's. I think the dream's over. For Connor, the yep. dream is over. For Ty, the dream is just starting. Um, for Timmy Zoo, <laughs> got the job done against uh, Stevie Sparks. By basically just punching the guy's body until, well, you know, look, it's it's age old, and uh, look, obviously there were reasons why Tim Zoo was fighting Spinks or Spinks or Sparks, Sparks, because the Rafa pulled out. But I mean, how many more times in Australian boxing do we need to see like genuine fucking superstar boxers? Fight plumbers. Yeah, dude. Like, when does Tim Zoo when stop is, when, when is enough enough? Yeah. How many plumbers make us the champion? <laughs> there is no amount of plumbers that can make it the champion. They, Australian boxing seems to be of the belief that if you fight 50, 60 plumbers... You can be champion. You can be champion of the world. Plumbers do not make us the champion. They don't. It's not how it works. Apparently, Timmy Zoo's got the best body shot in world boxing. Is that right? I don't necessarily believe it, but he did beat the fuck out of a plumber, so... Well, the plumber's liver couldn't handle it. Kidney. And the guy, like, you could see Timmy Zoo looked, like, fucking jacked. Obviously, he's had a full camp. Stevie Sparks comes straight from the Toowoomba, you know, he just put bar. He just put down the fucking tea towel. Yeah, mate. he just sprayed down the bar mats <laughs> yeah. and fucking got him out. Got rid of the bar flies. Got and rid of the fucking, bar flies. Then he yeah. comes in and he's just got zero conditioning. Yeah. And Timmy just cracking him to the body and it's like... Oh, oh yeah. It was tough. Yeah. It was really tough to watch. That makes sense. But uh, look, I think look if I'm if I'm Tim Zoo, I'd be on the blow to my people going get me another plumber. Because you know, well, can you go to the white pages and just look? Go at to the, the white page, like line up the plumbers and let's let's give this a proper crack and see if the rumors are true that if you fight 60, 70 plumbers, then you become world champ. Did you see the video? It was it was made, brought to my attention by uh, a dribbler. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dave, I'll ask you to go to Dwayne's Instagram page, please. Um, so The Rock, as you, if you're, you're new here, we uh, follow The Rock relatively closely um, at Hello Sport because he went from being just one of the coolest dudes on the planet to becoming a bit of a magoo who is so rich and has so many followers and is so like globally successful which we're not knocking him for, uh, but that it, he, it feels a little bit like he's losing touch with reality. Yes. Which he is. So that doesn't just feel that way. It seems to be true. First uh, example would be where he put up an Instagram saying that he ripped his gates off their hinges uh, and was like, ha had to go to work. My gates wouldn't open. Had to rip them off. No, you didn't. Steel gates. Uh, and if you did, you would release the footage because you love to show off everything you do. Fair to say? He didn't rip the gates off. He didn't rip the gates off. And if he did, it would have been one of the more terrifying things of, uh, of roid rage that his young family would have had to have seen. Terrible role model. Because it would have been him aggressively... It's just, it's like, mate, you never shy away from opportunity to pump up your own tyres. And yep. if, you, if there was footage of you doing it, which there would be because there'd be a camera on the front gate... You'd release it. Yeah, you'd release it. Or if you're that rich, you'd probably just drive your car through it. Listen, you didn't <laughs> or, do order it. Order an Uber. Or an Uber. You just get an Uber and get someone to drive. Just walk out. Yeah, just walk out the fucking <laughs> side <laughs> gate. You can't You've tell me those gate. gates are the only way to get from inside his house to outside. They're definitely his not. And someone with your physical uh, of your physical prowess would be able to just climb a fence. It was just a brick fence. It wasn't. 
It was nothing that was keeping anyone. Go out the side gate, it. get an Uber, like yeah. a normal person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you talking don't... absolute bullshit. Anyway, that was that was one the of gates the gates were removed because they were getting replaced. Yeah. Or because they legitimately were locked, like they were broken. They just needed to get. You didn't rip them off. They just was like someone was. It was obviously the day when the gate technician was coming, and they. That's what I mean. Off. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about right now. So he put up. He he always puts up uh, little videos of. I don't know if it's like a river or a pond that he has in his backyard with bass in it, and he's always talking about how he ha- he's creating this like beautiful ecosystem for these bass. Well, it would need to be a, 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 a river. I would have thought. No, it wouldn't be a river. I, well, I thought bass was a river fish rather than a pond fish. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about fish, but I'm on it. You wouldn't would that, wouldn't also, they? F- if it was a river, wouldn't they fuck off? Yes, you couldn't really build an ecosystem. They just keep swimming. Yep. But that's where whatever. Let's say it was a pond. You'd assume it's probably a pond. Mm. Um, I think there, there are both freshwater and marine species, meaning saltwater bass. So yeah, yeah. No, I know that, but I'm all mean. Like, I think it's a river, pond. like flowing water. I think it's a pond. Well, I think that. In eastern draining rivers and their upper estuaries spend most of their adult life in fresh water. Google can bass be in a pond. <laughs> um, anyway, the rock always likes to take us down to his pond, we'll say, in his backyard where he always talks about the ecosystem that he is building for these bass. Mm. They and will tolerate lakes and ponds. There but you go. Like I wouldn't be surprised water. if the rock's pond has a filter in it, you know what I mean? Like artificially creating the environment for the bass to thrive. This is all... By the by, right now we're getting bogged down in semantics. His camera's already set up, and he comes up with his bass, and he's holding it up and uh, taking the hook out of its mouth as he sort of jiggles it around, and um, basically talking about this beautiful bass I've just caught. This is it. Look at it. Da, 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 da. This dribble sent it through to us and just goes, "Tell me that bass isn't dead." <laughs> so, Dave, have you got it? it? Yeah, I've seen the footage. The, Let's just watch it again. Yes, the bass is. Dead. Because we'll put the video into this video. Just put it... Yeah. So, turn the volume fully up. Um, the way he pulls this out, like, the bass... Just pay attention here. The bass looks dead from the start. Press play, Edward, or Dave. Look at him shaking it. He's picked that straight... So as you can see... It's not moving. She's a good size. Uh, yeah. There we go. He's already had the hook put in there. Well Fish done, still not moving. <laughs> is it even breathing? Uh, beautiful color on her, as you can see. Um, as you guys know, I raised my bass here, and um, they got a pretty good appetite this evening. Putting her back, say goodbye. Nice old mouth on her. Uh, fish has not moved yet. That fish is dead. Fish and is then dead. he muddies. Oh, look, no, it's flopping. It's flopping, and then he puts it in and just shakes it up. He shakes it up. There we go. Straight to the bottom. She's happy. She's, she's dead. dead. Yeah. Look at him. What? Yeah. But why is it? See, he's, but also he's holding the he's holding the rod, but there's no fucking string attached to the. No, look, he's it, there is. He's look. It's like no, already, there isn't. Oh, there is. Yeah, but it's just like the hooks behind, out of shot. Like he's trying to pull the fucking like make it look like. Mm. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if he just put a hook in the mouth of a dead fish. Of course he has. He's bought that at the fucking markets. He's taken it down. He's put it in the water. And or he's just the... caught the fish and left it to die on the... I don't know. Like, I just don't know why... Uh... So his, his caption Maybe he can't says, catch um, him. Yes. 
His caption says, Raising fish and creating a healthy ecosystem for them brings me joy. Largemouth bass, striped bass, and a variety of others, they're big, aggressive, and hungry like their owner. Oh my Life God. is busy and very noisy, so I love getting back to my Virginia farm, good for the soul. And then he goes in brackets at the bottom after his stupid hashtags. He goes, you'll see I don't like just tossing the fish back in the water. Their system is already in shock and lactic acid has been built up, so I ease them back in and help them get oxygen back in their lungs. No, you didn't, bro. You just dropped it in there and washed your hands and just chummed up the water so like you couldn't see that it was just you, dead there. You muddied it up so you can't see it. You uh, oh, just insufferable. That fish could not have been more dead. That is the, that is the deadest fish I've ever and seen. And as he's walking back, the fish is just flopping, like and its, it's tail's just... like limping shit. Mate, how stupid do you think the people are? Well, I think a lot of people are stupid. They just don't. No one's looking for his bullshit. Once you start looking for The Rock's bullshit, it is everywhere. And he's drowning in he's, it. And, like, couldn't have been a bigger Rock fan growing up. Loved him in wrestling. Loved some of his movies and shit. In fact, you know, like, his movies are still okay. But now that I see the amount of bullshit he's drowning in, it's very hard for me to get around him. Someone needs to save The Rock because he's, he's he fucking drowning. dripping in bullshit. The one thing we do need to do is the Pepsi v. Pepsi Max test. So, we had this uh, conversation on the podcast last week, basically just around Pepsi and Pepsi Max. Um, I basically came out and admitted that I fucking hate Pepsi Max. There was a whole thing of, like, you know, bounced out Pepsi Max, blah, blah, blah. I just sort of went with it because it was a bit of a yarn. Pepsi Max sucks dick. And uh, basically what we've done here is we're doing a bit of a blind taste test to see if we can tell, and then we'll rate. Now, Eddie, the way this has to work... Firstly, shout out to Dave for getting them. Good for you, man. Good well for done. You. Well done. Thanks, man. Did something. Yeah. Yeah. Remembered it after six days, which yes. is impressive for my Really Fucking impressive. Brilliant. Yeah. Now, because I didn't remember it. You sent the picture through. I went, fuck. I would have fucked it. I didn't. I completely, completely forgot it. Um, yeah. But I don't remember anything we talk about. No, neither do I. <laughs> now, we're going to sip both of them, mm-hmm. and then we try and guess which is Max, which is because mm-hmm. these are the same and they're the same. Okay. So, we're going to try and guess which one's Pepsi Max, which one's Pepsi. Yep. And maybe you say which one you prefer. Yeah. First. So this one closest. We both go this one yeah. first. Keep them, keep them like close and fast. Yeah. So I know close and switch. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. Next one. All right. I know. I know. Yep. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> Interesting. See, I think for someone who actively doesn't like Pepsi Max, it's easier to tell than someone who just kind of likes both. Can you tell? I seems think like so, you're yeah. struggling. Okay, like no, I think I can. Tom was a lot more sure. Yeah. I think I can. That let's, is, let's go with Eddie first, I reckon. Right. He's not I think sure. that, is that Pepsi Max, the far one? Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's Pepsi yeah. Max. Yeah, that's what the I one think. closest to you is Pepsi. It's Pepsi. That's Pepsi. Yeah. And that tastes way better. And it doesn't even taste that good. I was like, it's all right. And then I had the Pepsi Max. And I'm like, oh, it tastes so much better. Pepsi Max is fucking disgusting. I don't, that, I don't mind this. But be honest, though. Are you not a little bit shocked at how you maybe perceived Pepsi mm. as tasting bad? And then when you've had the two of them, you're like, it's actually way better. You don't have to not it's, mind that. No, no. I, mate, you tell me that. I, I think they're much of muchness, personally. 
Oh, that, that's why I had to have two sips. I was struggling there that to get it. Sugar free thing. Initially, when I had the Pepsi first, I was like, "Oh, fuck! Okay, this could be the sugar free one mm. off the bat." Then I had the sugar free one, and I was like, "Oh no, there is a taste to sugar free mm. that is res- should be reserved for criminals." I don't. I like it. Oh, it's my, the fucking taste is in my mouth. And I'm like, oh, let me just get it out with some more of the Pepsi. And I'm like, oh, that still tastes like shit. Mm. It doesn't have that fucking, that pop you get from Coke. Where it just Mate, I, t- I, t- I, will say, I will say this after both of them. I've never been more of, sure of one thing in my life. Pepsi should be removed from market. Yeah. Because <laughs> even that. Like, they're both... They're both shit. They serve no purpose. They're both not great. Why would you waste your time with Pepsi when there is Coke available? I, like... There is no benefit to them. Coke is so... Elite. Elite. At, it, at its craft. Yeah. Knows what it is, knows what it does, does what it does. This shit... Like, the first sip of a Coke in a glass... Almost overflowing with ice. Yeah. Can bring that would have brought Jesus back. Well, I think it might like have been. it would like rumor has it that it was Coke that got him out after three days. They they just left a glass of icy cold Coke at the door and Well go no, because nothing was working. No. Nothing was working. Oh my god, he's still dead. <laughs> what he's still fucking he's still dead. dead. I thought he was I thought he was the son of God. I yeah. thought he'd be brought back by now. Then God was like have we tried an icy cold can of Coke? No, we haven't actually, God. That's well, can we can we could you give us some Coke? We don't have any Coke. It's um it's like two thousand years. Well, they didn't have ice. So you just had to cold. Because only only a sick fuck would drink soft drink warm. If you drink that's basically what sugar free Pepsi tastes like, warm soft drink that's cold. Do you know what I mean? Warm Coke. Yeah, we're just warm. Warm shit. Mm. Liquefied poo that's warm. Fuck Pepsi. Uh, unless you want to sponsor the podcast, uh, then obviously no. Obviously, we'll, obviously we can have discussions. We can, walk, then. we can walk this back. Obviously, if there's some. Hey, hey, yeah. Ever heard of deleting videos? Yeah, we can do that for the right price. Obviously, as the podcast reaching dizzying heights, and that ain't a lie, punters and dribblers. Nah, never been bigger. And Pepsi- we may, we may need people with deep pockets. Yeah, Pepsi got a lot of other products that you know were not as. Much hating on as, pe- as what other like what they have? Pepsi owns heaps shit um, uh, like what Mountain Dew Seven mm. Up I used uh, to love Mountain Dew uh, Mountain Dew balls uh, Gatorade eh. uh, they make soda I'm more of a Powerade guy I am you know what I'm off those drinks as well I tell you why I like Powerade I don't exercise enough I tell you why I like pa- no it's when you're hungover I tell you why I like Powerade <laughs> and it's 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 it is what it is I almost think I know pop top pop top. Am I fucking lazy as shit? And yeah. am I, do I need to be like, because I'm, I'm fucking horizontal and I need to be able to squirt it without getting it all it's over myself. It's an adult myself. bottle. It's an adult bottle for people that are bounced. It's like you Powerade don't want it gets to, it. You don't want it to dribble out all over you. I don't want to, I want to be able to bit like, like, honestly, I just want to be able to know that I can suck on this thing completely horizontal and it's not going to spill all over me. And like with a Gatorade, just a full open mouth, sure, you can turn it into a bong if you dave, but you could also turn a Powerade bottle into a bong. You know what I mean? You can do it. You just take the fucking thing off. But this is just allows you to just... You can also i tell you it what, if you're, if you're laying perfectly horizontal at 180 degrees, degrees and you try and drink a Gatorade without lifting your head up, it's going to go fucking everywhere. everywhere. You know what else? If you want to lay a little beyond the horizontal... 
which is an, I if mean, you want to start going obtuse angles, mate. If you, you want to get a little obtruse, and we we know the couches, we know the couches that go a little obtruse. Well, sometimes you're putting your feet up. You know what I mean? Fucking oath, yeah. Give me, get me obtuse. And sometimes you need to get obtruse beyond obtuse. horizontal. Obtuse, obtuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want this to be a you know uh, a past the horizontal lifting tackle. You know, I'd be put on report for laying like this in NRL. Yeah, it would be. But if you've got a power aid. <laughs> Squirt that shit in. If you've got a Gatorade, that shit's all up your nose, all over your face, and you've got bigger problems now. And now I'm covered in it. You're probably wearing a white shirt. Now it's Well, you're wearing a bounced out track, so it won't show up. Of course you won't, but they haven't arrived yet. No, but when so they will, a problem fixed. But if it would if you do it today, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You could dry yourself in winter, cold. Now you've got a cold. Um, so where to from here? Fuck I think Pepsi's. Coke wins. Yeah, Coke wins. From Eddie, Dior, P's and D's, uh, North Queensland dribbling here working on a fine Townsville show holiday Monday. But, uh, this one's probably more directed towards Tom, uh, being that he is the father um, in the podcast. I've got a two-year-old daughter, soon to be three. Shout out to uh, Millie Quinn. Uh, I have found myself going back to your old catalogue, and uh, you do have, a, on uh, episode 245, you do discuss lunchtime snacks, LCMs being uh, one of the, the big ones. Just want to know, what is your favourite food to steal that you have purchased for Evie? I just want to know, because mine is uh, Arnott's chocolate chip cookies, one of which I don't like giving to my daughter, but I like stealing and eating them myself. Anyways, be soon. Thanks, boys. Look, this, uh, I really appreciate the question. It's, um, to be honest, Steph very, st- not strict, but very particular about little Evie Rose's diet. She doesn't eat anything really that's that fucking nice, like from a store-bought perspective. It's all like rice crackers and shit. So like from, a, from an Evie snack standpoint, I actually couldn't give a fuck. But uh, Steph's mum, my mother-in-law, Marina, who of, of not respecting me as a man fame, with good reason, she is a phenomenal cook. And she will often make these fish cakes. She'll buy, like, the best fucking fish. Like, just the best possible shit. And put it in these amazing, like, fish cakes is the only way. I don't know how else to describe it, but they're fish cakes. And I will come home. What is a fish cake? It's like a little patty. So there's, like, it's, like, ground up, like... Uh, raw sort of tuna she'll put mm. like tuna and salmon and different types of fish in there but like sashimi grade fucking fish like mm. and then they're fried in like they're kind of like schnitzeled okay they're like little fucking patties right and they are just hectic she'll cook them for Evie and I'm just sitting there like if, if you don't hide these from me I will eat them all and Steph gets super pissed off at me because I will always eat them they're really good for Evie so I'm like I know I'm taking very healthy food out of my daughter's mouth but you need nourishment. I need fucking. I need some nourishment. If you're not nourished, you can't perform at your bed. You can't best. You can't put food on the table. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could argue that you're paying for the fish cakes and that you need to be nourished in order to. You could argue my mother-in-law's paying for the fish cakes. That's true. But you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I do. But that would be it. I can't think of anything else that I steal from her that she's got. I think that's probably your daughter's a little bit older as well. Evie's like one and a half. So. Does she eat shapes yet? No, she's only got she's teeth. Baby's teeth will come through at different times, but like I've got, like say, so I mate, friend of the show, Simmy P. His little boy Alfie. Shout out to Alfie. He was born like a week after Evie, and has a full mouth of teeth. Wouldn't be surprised if he's already lost them all and now has new teeth. He's probably getting braces. Like he has a full mouth of teeth. Evie's got like eight teeth, so 
she can hook into a cracker, but I feel like there's a, probably a bit too much structural integrity behind the shape for her mm. for her teeth to fully. Well, the shape's rip in. true. Shape's true. Shape's like back teeth sort of a yeah, situation. It is. it is. It's not a front teeth cracker bite. Oh yeah, they go straight to the back. You go straight to the back teeth and you munch down. That's where like the power is generated. Yeah, that's right. And the glory resides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Shout to shapes undefeated. Undefeated. Great question. Let's move on. Today from a. Mate, it's just, I can't. We don't have enough time. The well, thing mate. is, at the moment with these dribbles as well, like the podcast goes so long, and we uh, obviously now, well, not now, we're doing it for a minute, but operate out of bloke studios, and Kempi rocks in straight after us, and we can't be dilly-dallying around like we used to with 90,000 dribbles. If we it's have, not good, we have to move on. We have a cut-off time, okay? And Tom and I and Dior aren't getting here earlier than we already do. No, we already get here early on a we Monday. We get here fucking early, so it is what it is. It's actually been great because it, it means, it that, means we that we don't have to listen to 900 fucking dribbles. Tom, Eddie, Dior, punters and dribblers, just like to give a shout out to Ben O'Connor. Decided to whip out his massive hog uh, and win a mountain stage at the Tour de France. Uh, prior to that win, he was sitting 14th overall, uh, paying $17 to finish top three. He's now into second comfortably and paying $1.72, which is Still generous. Anyway, awesome win. Good to watch. Big payout soon. Tigers 13 plus. Cheers, boys. Got to res- respect a mountain stage victory. Mm. And I think he-, he won it comfortably. I think he won it by like five minutes. Great. Well done, Ben. Mm. Let's move on. That's all it gets. Tour de France, you know. I've had to call in um, and... Just a quick one. What I'm trying to say here is I'm not trying to be a stinge or anything, but if it's a work colleague's birthday, all right, a work colleague's birthday, um, I think it's fair to maybe chip in five bucks or ten bucks, right? Um, But we've chipped in $25 each for a present. Um, All of a sudden we get a little slip saying, oh, hey, that's $25 each. There's ten people in the team, that's that's 250 bucks we paid a present for. It was a Roosters jersey, uh, a customised Roosters jersey with the number there and the the name on the back. I mean, people expecting every single time it's someone's birthday that we're going to pay twenty five dollars. Like it adds up again. I think five dollars is fair. You know, fifty bucks for a present, but two hundred and fifty dollars. And also, a side note: I hope I'm been getting a South jersey that's personalised for my birthday. I mean, $25, at least Ned Kelly had the decency to, to wear a mask before he robbed someone. Just thought it, uh, it's actually a tip, calling him. I'm a bit fired up about it and don't know if it's, a, if it's a valid point or not. Look, I appreciate the dribble, firstly, from the stingy dribbler. Look, stingy dribbler, it, it, it all comes down to what the, like, was it a milestone birthday? Mm. Is this person the leader of the team? Have they gone the big lift in terms of getting commissions for the team? Is he just, is it like, is, or it, is, is this, he or she just like 20, 27? Is this, you know? yeah, is this a 23rd birthday and whoever has organised the present may have an in-team crush looking to go the big lift, get yeah. some cred? I mean, you're not providing enough context for us to make a, informed. a con, an informed, concrete 
call on this one way or the other. I will say that $5 is incredibly stingy to be expected. That's that's all you're prepared to put forward for a birthday? I mean, $5? Like, bruh. Especially but, in a small office, only 10 people. If $25, like office, I get it. Every, like, it, I don't know how many people are in your office. If you're having to put $25 for like, you know, 100 birthdays throughout the year, I can see how that might become a little bit of a fucking pain in the ass. But like... If, if look... If, if this is a run-of-the-mill birthday for a run-of-the-mill person in a team that's pretty big... Run-of-the-mill. That's run-of-the-mill. If it's all run-of-the-mill, I can see your point. Mm. I can see your point. But I, think, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be whinging about 25. But I would be... Oh, sorry, about, I wouldn't be giving five bucks. No, I, five's not enough. I think you go a 10 or a 20. I think the fact that they've jumped up to 25... I can I can see you taking I some think you go I think twenty bucks. I think if you go if you go fifteen or below, you're a bit of a stingy prick. But again It'll come round though. Assuming it comes back to you, it, then you get a present. It it all depends on the size of the team. I also don't think jerseys are two hundred dollars. I was gonna say, even with personalization, like two hundred and fifty yeah. is a shit. That's a lot of money. I don't yeah. know. You should be I'd be looking into that. Someone might be pocketing a bit of that cheddar. Look, I think yeah, there might have been a clip, mate. Look into that. Like a, an admin fee for organising. You, you, you may well have been paying. You may well have paid an admin fee here, mate. Which and is bullshit. That's ridiculous. I th- I I don't like the fact that it's twenty five. I think it needs to be neat and tidy. Tens or twenties. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Let's move on. Tom, Maddie, see you, Dave, punters and dribblers. Bit of an about even theme to this dribble, but um, I was thinking about origin. And um, how we absolutely boots Queensland off the park on their home turf in game one. Not to mention you blokes bootsing Tommy T. There were bootses all around. Greatest hydro punt of all time. Mm-hmm. Game two. There was a bit of a tingle about Latrell, wasn't there? He just felt like he was going to be ripping in the town. And fuck, he did just that. Game three. Now, I know you blokes have been calling for the sweep. You know, broom, brooms are out, brooms are back. But it sounds like you're talking about a conventional sweep, you know, along the ground, down a deep backward square leg for one sort of stuff. I reckon we fuck that right off. Mm-hmm. Get down on one knee a la Steve Tug of War, connect early, full face of the bat, and slog sweep these motherfuckers. Now, don't quote me on this, but I've heard that Trell was a handy lower bat or a bat who could boots them for six on any ground. And Tommy T, the big fast bowler, used to also come in down the, down the order and use his long levers to smack them too. I can just see them both batting for us again in like game one and game two. Left and right hand combination. Meat and potato sort of stuff. Anyway, boys, what I'm saying is can we start calling for the slog sweep out of the repertoire rather than a conventional one? New South Wales and Manly 13 plus, obviously, be soon. I don't mind that. I think he makes a tremendous point, Tom. A tremendous point. Happy to go along with it. Well, if we, if we beat him three straight in Queensland, that is well, a slog sweep. Yeah, it's look, called a slog sweep. Yeah. But we've got to go out there and get the job done, which we will. Yeah. Uh, and then we can come in next week and report on the, the slog sweep. Yeah. Um, if I can read between the lines, sir, I think that what you would like the punter and the dribbler to do is to, is to find a way to, to boots them both in harmony. Mm. So you'd pick one for first try score, you'd pick one for last, and you'd pick them both for two or more. That's a pretty. That's a pretty dope boots. That's what if if that's what I'm hearing. So you're is picking. Correct. Could you, so you're being like say Tommy first trail last yeah and then both two or more yes. That's what I'm hearing. Called the slog sweep boots. That's what I'm hearing. 
We'll do. It. Let's say we'll we'll get that on about even the slog sweet bullets. Yeah, we will. Uh, there'll be this 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 yarn isn't done with. No, tune into about even. It'll be explored. In It'll depth. be explored. The slog sweep bullets. Got a good feeling about it. I do as well. Uh, but I also like the idea that if we sweep them in Queensland, it's called a slog sweep. Yeah, of course it is. Forevermore. And it'll, and it, you can never slog sweep again. Well, no, it'll never. It'll only happen once. Slog yep. sweep. Yep, love it, love it, love it. Beautiful. Let's move on, Dave. You Queensland fuck. <laughs> Jake Paul got a $100,000 necklace made of the Conor McGregor being knocked out. The one in the Poirier, like that position he makes when yeah. he's fucking... Yeah, yeah, So he's got that on like a $100,000 diamond necklace and he sent it, he's put it up and he's like to Dustin Poirier. He goes, uh, hey, Dustin, you want me to ship this over to you? A $100,000 <laughs> gift from me. I think you deserve it. Let me know. Then Poirier goes, send it over. He goes, I got you. You want the ankle snapped off or do you want to do it? Oh my God, that's so good. He's a fucking lippy cunt, Jake Paul. He's a great troll, dude. He's a great, He's a troll. great troll. He's a great troll. <laughs> Manly 66 plus. Take your licks, boys. Take your licks. You can't even beat a Canberra side. Canberra. Tommy Turbo, Jake Trevojevic, out. Manly are shit. Canberra forever. Fuck you, Tom. Fuck you, Ed. Dior Dave, happy birthday. Look, we'll take our licks because it's our duty, but I will remind the punter and the dribbler that buy around footy doesn't count. So, you know, you need to be a bit better than that. Buy around footy doesn't count. Doesn't count, but he also like gave us the excuse. Tommy Turbo's not playing. Jake's not playing. Cherry Evans isn't playing. Schuster, Schuster isn't playing. playing. Aloy isn't playing. Well, they didn't have Papali or Whiten. Yeah, cool. And they won. But we had... They, that's two players that they didn't have. We didn't have fucking, like, 12. And also... Okay, well, then you could say that they didn't have Chance, Nick, or Klukstar, or fucking... I don't know who else is injured. So there, three players. Probably some more injuries. Uh, I'd also think that, as I said, we just named, like, 50 fucking players. Siernan, I don't know if I mentioned him... Uh, fine out, didn't mention him. Um, but hey, look, they actually won. They won. There's no taking away from, from Canberra. I will say this, you know, we may have had some government intervention, such was the concern about what was going to happen in the, the nation's capital if Ricky were to explode. There were some real concerns that it was going to happen over the weekend and that, you know, I'm not saying we threw the game to save the country, but... We're also not saying that. You yeah. should you should essentially be thanking Manly for their service. Like, you know, sometimes there are things that almost happen that the, the general public don't even know how close you came to to just complete extermination of the entire uh, nation, right? Maybe the world, such as the nuclear fallout that would have happened from Ricky had Canberra lost. Um, but I think Nilso, I'm assuming that was Nilso, his entire dribble is voided by the fact that he said Canberra. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you can't even name fucking... If you can't even say the name of the... Look, if you're not going to get your lick right, don't do it. You can't even say the name of the nation's capital, right? Canberra. What are we talking about, dude? It's Canberra. It's Canberra. (laughs) 
This sounds like a fucking jingle for a car ad. Yeah. It does. It sounds like, don't dilly dally, get down to water wally. We're gonna make you smile. Yeah. That's what that sounds yeah, like. Yeah, that was written by uh, an advertising agency. That was, that that's, that's small time. That's small Regional camp. car. That's regional advertising yeah, stuff. That. That's, that's, that's prime possum yep. advertising, which is what you get in Canberra. We're gonna hit you. Fuck off. Fuck off. Off we go. Tom, Eddie, Dior, punters and dribblers. It's the KMF dribbler here again. Uh, I have a conspiracy theory that I think you guys might want to lift the lid on to go global um, regarding the Dragons-Warriors game. Uh, look, let's just look at Chad Townsend. Uh, he's only ever played for the Sharks. He's played for the Warriors. So he's gone back to the Sharks and now he's at the Warriors again. Uh, we know that the Sharks and the Dragons have this great rivalry over years. They they hate each other. They're, it's a turf war. Um, then we look at Chad Townsend, mm-hmm. shafted from the Sharks, goes to the Warriors, right. tries to kick a field goal to lead by nine points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Are you following along with this we, at this point? I've... I've... I've checked out of everything this guy's saying almost Dragons as soon as he started saying it. Go on and, and win that game. I think. Should I just cut it? I think. I think we cut him I th- off. I think what he's saying there is Chad Townsend has jumped ship from the Sharks to the Warriors. No, that doesn't make sense because the Warriors. No, nah, no, nah, he's a dribbler. He's a dribbler. Yeah. That okay, I don't get was that. the most. Cons- that was the most confusing dribbler. Yeah, I've it ever was incoherent. To. It lacked any structure or substance, and it was a waste of everyone's fucking time. And. He you needs, know, mate. He needs to learn how to structure a sentence. It's the perfect note to end on. I think it, uh, you know, it exemplifies the dribbler hotline and everything it's about. Um, so that's it. We're done. We're done. Thank you all so much for all of your submissions. That was fantastic. Um, <laughs> see you next week. Bye bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Ooh, what are we doing here? Why are we back? What's going on? I'll tell you why. Bonus content. That's right, bonus content. When we got in this morning, the Euros were finishing and we thought, fuck it, let's just get this thing rolling, get everything recording. So what you hear in here is basically we pick up just before the penalty shootout starts uh, and then I'll finish when the fucking penalty shootout's finished. I don't know, it's bonus content. Stop complaining. Uh, I'll get up at five for a few things, Tom. Uh, England in a Euro final, not one of them. Not one of them, no. Um, you know, obviously if Australia's playing something, I'll get up and I'll fucking... What about, a, what about Australia in the final of Eurovision? Mm, well, it depends on who would be representing us, Tom. Right, right. I'd need yeah. someone full of charm. Yeah, it'd need to be someone that's like... Uh, someone really charismatic to get me out of bed at that time, mate. Captures the hearts and minds of the nation. Uh, and N- look... Nolsey? Probably not. Nah, well, was circa, circa two thousand and one, perhaps, Tom. Yeah, true, true. Like, um, Nolsey on Nolsey on the way up. Give us some volume, D, just because I want to have some uh, excitement here. Like the commentator, what's his name? Martin Tyler. Yep, he's a weapon. And Alan, and no one knows Alan's last name. No, Martin Tyler and Alan. <laughs> um. Now listen, I do. F- I do hate. The Italians, because of the 2006 World Cup, right? Like, I think that's fair that as Australians, we just fucking hate Italians, Eddie. 
That's right. In a Tom. football context, look if you spent some if you spent any time in Mykonos, you might carry the same feelings as well. They're uh, they're an interesting people, but never forgiven them after two thousand six. Tom, that was clearly a dive. We know it. The Italians know it. World football else, know it. In, uh, what's his name? Uh, was his name Marcus O'Neill or who's the Aussie guy? Lucas. Tom. Lucas. Show Lucas some respect. Neil. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lucas. Lucas has gone. Well, AWOL. he was. Yeah, he has. He's, he's dropped gone, off the face. He's of the gone earth. AWOL. But he for does. why? Was there something around like his captaincy and shit? Where I think AWOL? that he. It rubbed him the wrong way how he was treated by the Australian public. I think it was Fuck. something like that. I don't remember him being treated anyway. He inherited the side during trying times. If my memory serves me, and then the people like that's my recollection. I could be wrong. Look at when you're the goalkeeper and it gets down to penalties, you just go, Fuck me, dude. This just all gets down to me here. Like, the, this, the stress level must just go up as soon as. Oh, it'd be fuck. Fuck, they watch them sport the Royals. Dude, don't they? Mate, I saw the Royals. Wimbledon final yesterday. Yeah. But I saw the Euro Royals. Euro final today. Oh, There's Beckham. David. There we go. Fuck, he's hot. How, what's he got to do to get a knighthood? He's already a sir. No, he's not. Isn't he? I don't think so. I think he is, Sir David Beckham. Sure. I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe you're right. I could be wrong. You could be wrong. You could be right. I stand to be corrected. No, yeah. Not enough. No, an OBE is basically just like, sorry, we're not. you're not there yet. Um, Someone that charismatic and hot should just be a knight. Yeah. That's just my feeling. Yeah, knighted for services to looks. Yeah. Knighted <laughs> <laughs> for services to looks. That's right. And um, for the goal he, goal he scored against Greece to get him into the fucking World Cup in 2006. Yes. Oh. Are these... Is this is this the normal lighting position? I don't have an issue. I'm not meaning to be like some fucking guy who's like, my lights are all wrong. It just... It's thrown me a little bit. Um, the Duchess and Duke of Cambridge, is that what they are? I believe so, Tom. They are the most robotic individuals. Did you see him talking to Ash Barty after? I didn't find her terribly robotic. I did because you know that they just have to ask. Their greatest skill is the ability to never be short of a question in a moment where you just have to talk to people all the time. Exactly. But what did you think it was going to be? Fucking backslaps and fucking yarns and giggles and shit? No, but it's just like... What time is it back home? Like, fuck, I don't know, dude. Like, midnight. What the fuck? I just won Wimbledon. I don't know. I just found the whole thing. just stand there like, this is the portion of your experience where you have you get to speak to us and we ask you some questions about Australia. Hey. With the ball boys. It was like, yeah. Hey, we get it. You, you fucking men of the people, just get on the get on with the fucking job here. I don't care about talking about talking to some like eight year old ball kids. That, someone I was watching. I was that, watching who is that guy? What's someone his goes, relation? Holy fuck, Will's age, Paulie, because <laughs> it's that old cunt. He oh. looked like. What did someone say? He looked like a burnt sock drawer. A burnt sock drawer. What's he asked some weird question to Ashley at the end? He was like. Yeah, he was... He I don't was know like, what he said, but it was basically fucking illiterate. No, he was a weird... He was like... It'll, he yeah. looked like the more Im, a more inbred person I've ever seen in my life. With the greatest respect, obviously. Well, with the greatest respect to inbreds. Correct. Yeah. I actually had a neighbour who <laughs> wasn't inbred, but his, he had, his step-siblings were. Anyway, 
I won't go any further. Dave, like what's it. his name? Uh, I'll find it. Do your job. Do your job, Dave. I was, I was sorry, I was still setting up the studio. Yeah, it's true. Look, we have it to set up quickly here because we've got the penalty shootout of the Euros. This is actually just proves you didn't need to get up at five in the morning. So it's like, oh no, here we go. We're here for the business end. That's right. But we do need to know who that guy is because... The ball, the burnt sock. The burnt sock. And is also just verify whether or not he is in fact inbred. I'm sure they will be able to confirm that. You're sure Wikipedia Yeah, can. yeah. Mum and dad, brothers and sisters. <laughs> All first cousins. Okay, some, the 11 taking the first penalty. Number 11. His name escapes me. Um, the Italians an emotional people. Yes, Tom, I, I think. I tell you what I'm jealous of right now. Curtly Beale living it up. I saw his. I was on his Instagram the other day for some reason. Bro, he is. I'm pretty sure in the Italian fucking like the Almafi coast, just fucking living his best life, dude. You know when you're just like you're at a restaurant on the water in a linen shirt, eating fucking seafood pasta and mm-hmm. drinking rosé for like, you know, multiple day after day after day. Yeah, yeah that's that him. Burnt that's, sock. Yeah, that's Prince Edward. Is that the who's that? Oh, what uh, relation is he? I think he's like an uncle. What, Queen's brother? No. Charles's brother? No. Um, Cousin? Youngest child of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, my God. He's younger than... What? He's younger than Charles. He's younger than Charles, That's that's his son. I mean, that makes sense. I guess they could be lovers. He looks yeah, that but old. mate, he, he could be old. That could no, be Queen's hang on, dad. wait, wait. That's not the right. He, that could be the exact. That's what I'm saying. Prince Edward, I don't think that's the Duke of Kent. Like Charles looks younger than him, and yeah. he's older than. We him. We probably need Dave to like triple check this shit because Dave still look. Dave is D or Dave of D or Dave fame, but <laughs> what you know? I mean, you can you never stop. Oh, oh you never. That's stop a tight one. Growing in Dior. Uh, okay, no, so there's two Prince Edwards. Yeah. This one is not the Queen's son. It's Prince Edward, the Duke of Kent, who's the first cousin of the Queen. That there you go. That sense. makes a lot yeah. more sense. Yeah. How old is he? Sense. He's 85. There you go. I was going to say, that man's got to be in his 80s. He looks even fucking old. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, All right. There not, we go. They're not big on original names in that family. No, they're not. They love a repeat or a repeat set. Um, all right. So it's one all here in penalties. I did love Del Piero back in the day, if I can... Make a an Italian football reference. Did you like Del Piero when he came to Sydney FC? Did you, or were you aware no, of his I works was, beforehand? I was a uh, Juventus Del Piero fan. Okay. Mainly because Sebo used to just FIFA. beat the shit out of me with Del Piero. In or out? Oh! There was something about his... The way he addressed the ball there I didn't like. What, afterwards? No, like oh, when he was running ball. up to it, I'm like, he's a bit... Too close to it. Don't crowd the ball. He, he's crowded. You yeah. see, he's crowded the he ball. Crowded the ball. You need look, to look at him. A, he's crowded that. You need the ball to have room to move, and you need to have your foot have some room for the ball as well. Yeah, you know what I mean. He telegraphed it. I got some uh, some mates in England right now who are just losing their shit. Aussie boys who obviously don't care. They're just there for a good time. But it seems like a bit of a hoot and a holler. Holler and a hoot. Yep. Mancini. Apparently, like, as they opened the gates, a bunch of England fans just stormed in without tickets. Oh, really? Like a few hundred. Yeah, I yeah. saw that. Oh, oh that's... that's see, really good penalties here. Really, really good, good penalties. 
You know how like uh, different races like have a look to them. Yes, I was thinking the exact same thing, Tom. English dudes, <laughs> you can look at a white man and go, he's English. One hundred percent. And usually, like that, you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> you can tell a white English man. I can tell them all the time in Australia before yeah, they've can. opened their mouth. I'm like, pom. Yep. <laughs> Usually oh, by their translucent skin. Their skin, but also just the way they dress. Mm. There's a look on their face. Oh, I miss here. They're in trouble. There's a... Uh, Big trouble. There's a, you know, a, a light sun burning on the back of the neck. Yeah, which you know is going to be getting worse and worse as every minute passes. A redness, Tom. Yes. That can't go backwards. Oh, they're... Oh! oh! They're not confident, wow. these boys. They don't look great. He's, he's lucky to get away with that, Tom. I've actually got a great... Uh, well, it's a Facebook status slash... Like a dribbler status. Um, which, to me, speaks to... A little bit of truth about the Poms and the Euros. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I will uh, get it for you in just a moment. Unless I've already deleted it and I've got to fucking re-download it. Like this is, this is huge. Mm. Let's go, Palms. I don't like this. I don't like this Ooh. way he's addressing yeah, the ball. The straight run-up. It's a weird one. It's a, bit, a straight... it's a bit funky for me. Well, he's going to... Oh, he's moving around. Okay, he's there moving he around. Is, is he going to pound this thing? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Oh! oh! You can read it like oh, a book. Yeah. Do less. Do less. Bro, You're pre- trying way too hard. I'm pretty sure he was one of the ones that came on in the last minute of extra time as well. Uh, bro. Is that Marcus Rashford? Yeah. You absolute fuckwit. Shit. That is that is disgraceful. That is so bad. What is fucking going on here? Eddie, can you hold it out for me as well, please? Can you brighten up your screen while you're there? That, what a fuck with. Yeah. Can you imagine how, like, just maligned you're going to be by poms everywhere? Oh, there we go. Oh, oh Marcus. Oh. Marcus. You dickhead. So this is what uh, Tom. When it comes to penalties, I've always said this, and I've I've lived by this mantra throughout my, you know, illustrious fucking goal taking career. career. That's right. Do less. Do less, dude. Don't overthink it. He was standing right behind the ball, crowding it initially. Then he went. He went about six meters wide of it, confusing the ball. Yeah, he confused the ball. The then ball he, needs. Then to- he stops completely before he gets to the ball, and then just hooks it. This will be. Oh. Wait. The commentary's behind. The commentary's behind. Yeah. Oh, my God. England unravelling in front of our eyes. Oh. This is bedshit city. Oh, my God. Bedshit city, dude. Oh, Marcus. Oh, Marcus. Oh, that's just made his so much worse. Well, it's almost made his not as bad. Well, But his was so bad that is it, it actually... This is for the win, isn't it? Yes. yes. Holy shit. Oh this is for the W. God. You bombs are so <laughs> shit. 
pressure on this guy. Oh, can you tell he's English? Yeah, you can. Now, the most English outcome here is that he'll miss it. It's that he'll get it and they'll lose. Yes. That's the most English outcome. Yes, it is. This would need to be completely off script for him to save it. This would be a famous, famous save if he's able to do it. But he One won't. of the most famous saves of all time, Tom. Look at this guy. He is the most English man alive, the goalkeeper. He looks pretty, he looks pretty cutthroat, this bloke. Oh! 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 You're kidding me! Wow. Oh. Dude, imagine if that went in off the oh, keeper. Oh, I thought that was going to go in yeah. off his back. That, yeah. that would have been the most English almost thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. English, English almost save. What a good oh, save. Well That's terrific. The most English man alive saving that. <laughs> Look at him. He is full-blooded palm. He's going like this. Yeah, yeah. limp-wristed. <laughs> this is wild stuff. Huge, 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 huge. 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 Okay. Come on, brother. You got to rip and tear in. here, son. You got to rip and tear. Oh! That's it. Is that it? It's over. Yeah, because that's five each. Oh, my oh. God. England missing three penalties <laughs> in a row. It's done. I wasn't confident with the left footer. Palms, dude. <laughs> wow. England lose on penalties at home at Wembley. They lost three penalties in a row. That sums it up, really. My God, dude. Look at that Palms hair. Look at him. You're a Palm, dude. You did your best, Pommy goalkeeper. Pickford, Pickford was terrific, Tom. You did your best. I tell you what, your fucking your, your stars let you down. Open goal, essentially. You've got one tiny guy in the middle. <laughs> These Poms just cannot win. <laughs> Great achievement. First final. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Oh, they are not happy. Look at them. They are devastated. The king... The, 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 the Fuck, Roberto's got a, a nice little resume together, hasn't he? Wouldn't know. He was the coach of Man City when, they, when Aguero that scored. Mancini. Uh, Mancini. Mancini, Mancini. Oh, yeah, Beckham, you're too hot. Oh, to you're too glum. hot. Too hot to be glum, Bex. He looks hotter when he's glum, even almost well, that's in a weird true. way. He does, yeah. Oh dear. Uh, no time to waste. Let's no. fucking get that on there. Italy to win. Well, there you have it. There you have it. The palms. It's not the Italy don't win the Euros, the Poms don't win the Euros. Well, this is mi- what I want to read. Let me read this. This is uh, a mate of mine. Well, he put, he, um, I don't know if he wants his name read out. Not that it's anything controversial, but I just won't do it. Um, 
So the world's largest colonial power of the last 300 years is whinging about not winning a tournament that is called the European Cup, a tournament concocted on behalf of a group of countries which said colonial power chose to remove, which said colonial power chose to remove itself from. For whatever reason, happy to cite traditional imperialistic values to make such a decision to then come back and say this stupid trophy. I don't get what you're saying. No, I've lost it as well. Well, because England wanted to leave Europe. Yeah, and, then and they're, now they're trying now to... They're now, they're trying to now they want to yeah. play, compete in the EU. And they're also like, they're the biggest superpower of the last few hundred years, so why are they... But they are part of continental Europe, though. The group of countries well, of which they chose Europe, not to But they're a part, part of Europe. Yeah. England's home. part of Europe. Yeah. But like, if you're going to remove yourself from the EU and then want to compete... Um... Uh, there's, are there, I'm pretty sure there's nations in this that aren't in the EU. Yeah. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There are. So it's not like, yeah, not like it's run by the EU. Like Russia, for example. Russia's in it. Yeah. Croatia for a long time wasn't in the EU. They were in it. So that, what are, that bloke's a fucking dribbler. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the European Union Cup. It's Europe. Gotcha. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. He's been shut down. Yeah. Thank God we have Eddie here. <laughs> I know what he's trying to do, but he's, he's been way too smart for his own good. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he, ha- he has no idea what he's talking about. Was that Tom? Yes. Who plays Rugby Union. So Rugby Union dribbler. Yeah, you, you get it now. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's gone on a Rugby Union dribble. Yeah. <laughs> and guess where it was posted? Facebook. There we go. Could you two just not talk anymore? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.